For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Virginia, Baltimore, all around the world And your girl gets this message that you ain't coming back She's sitting back in a room, the lights is off, she's crying And then my voice comes in, pow, in the middle of the night And this is what I told her for you, Every time I make a run, girl you turn around and cry I ask myself why, oh why See you must understand I can't work a nine to five So I'll be gone Till November Said I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November You tell my girl you I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November I'll be gone till November You tell my girl you I'll be gone till November He's gone till right now It's November 1st It is November 1st Welcome to the show I am so thankful you choose to listen this is the Pat McAfee Show. We got a lot to talk about. We have a great couple-hour conversation, I think, coming up for you. I made my debut on ESPN. I'd never been Woo! on ESPN before, ever. If you had a friend who has been on ESPN, he's been on ESPN before me. <laughs> I, I've had friends that have been on ESPN who aren't in sports that have been on ESPN before me for something they did in their backyards. <laughs> I had never got a chance to be on ESPN. I got a tour of the Bristol campus, got a chance to talk to a lot of people, got a chance to be on Get Up, work next to the legend Greeny. It was awesome. It was a really cool experience. I'm going to talk about it all coming right up. You're going to enjoy this conversation. Mm -hmm. we, we cover everything. We, we literally cover yep. everything. And it's... It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful combo. I think. Uh, sure, watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the game. True. Guys, you've heard me talking about this for weeks, and some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Oh, oh, that was bars right there. I just read it. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting with. My bookie. That's, do they keep it going? We'll find out. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big parlay. You pick three bets to win, and if you hit all three, you could turn $100 into $600. You could turn $250 into $4,000. There's so much to bet on playoff baseball, hockey, primetime fights, football, Politics. We talk about this later. Yeah. We get into a real conversation about gambling later. You guys are going to enjoy. But my bookie is the one I bet I know you'll be happy with all year. I recommend these guys because I really trust them. My bookie has been in business for years and years. Yes. They've got great online reviews and their mobile site is easy to use. So if you're on the sidelines, now is the time to get in the game. My bookie will still match your first deposit dollar for dollar, but you got to join now because they're pulling that offer soon. They're giving away too much money, they said. Mm -hmm. And with our ideas and our picks, we're mm -hmm. bankrupting my bookie, which is the job of us to do. Log on to my bookie right now and double your money use promo code pat and you'll get your first deposit match 100 that's promo code pat you play you win you, you get paid. paid i almost choked on my spit there i'm happy you guys <laughs> 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 i almost literally almost died happens, here. So. i'm happy you guys could do that for me yeah. teamwork that's good that's what this that's what this whole thing is, is. big yeah. team somebody falls down i got a lot of tweets from people watching me on espn but i feel like we're all one big team mm -hmm. i got a lot of people like hey 
good for, like proud of you let's go and yeah. there was a lot of people like sending me motivational texts or like tweets like motivational tweets like let's go let's go now's the time we're all in this together by the way if there are some conversations happening right now about potential opportunities if this happens this is going to be a hell of a ride for all of us. <laughs> listeners included there is some hilarious things being talked about who knows if they'll ever come to fruition we enjoy this a lot mm-hmm. i feel like we've built like a little family here this is a little family atmosphere yeah. and family environment we all work for ourselves by the way yeah this is a very cool thing i at espn i was asked a lot like who distributes your stuff like me like who sells your stuff me <laughs> who produces your stuff i'm like got him tie wait till your ties green bay rant later oh man. there's a packer fan who's not happy with the packers at the moment and i can't wait for you to hear it um i we've done this we've done this before we talked about this before i'm happy they're back because this is literally what i packed with this is all I packed. Mm-hmm. It's that Get Basic company. Oh, yeah. oh. Bro, this Love company, I really do, by the way. This company got on board with us just a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. We got to experience our shit. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Yeah. And for my trip, this is all I used was the Get Basic package. It was awesome. Nice. They want you to make up your own read. Okay, I'm not supposed to read that. <laughs> so You already did. You already started. So I'm happy that they are on the same page as yeah. me because I actually, we... I every I've traveled to Orlando. I yep. took just their stuff, and now I traveled to Connecticut. I took just it's the perfect travel thing. Mm-hmm. It's just the incredible. It's an incredible deal that just helps you with mm-hmm. every single day. What do you forget to wash? Underwear. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number one. What do you forget to wash? Socks. Socks. What do you forget to wash? T-shirts. T-shirts. It's literally the top three yeah. things that whenever you don't know about it until they're out, mm-hmm. right? You don't know about it until it's out. It's like, oh, I'll get a nice pair of under. Oh, fuck. Where? <laughs> and then you just start picking some up on the floor and smelling uh, them. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's like what turn pair? Turn inside out. Yeah. Well, I think it worked out. No, why were those there? It worked out. Those smell terrible. <laughs> Nobody should ever put those on again. I don't know how many fucking laundry detergents we have that can make that. But now with get basic it takes care of all your problems for a very 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 cheap price you go to www.getbasic.com and use the code pat 2x pat 2x two time two times <laughs> this is their second time on it. is that what it is i wonder this is their second commercial you buy one you get one free set of basics with your first purchase two packages of 19.99 it's absolutely incredible you're gonna love it shirts Underwear, socks Mm -hmm. that feel good, Uh they're cheap, and they get delivered right to your door. And it's it's a great deal. It takes care of you. It really does. Get basic. Let them take care of you. Getbasic.com. Pat 2X uh, is the promo code. Having Aaron Donald and Dominican soon now Dante Fowler rushing the passer, that is a recipe for success on the defensive side of the ball, let alone having the offensive MVP, kid genius Sean McVay calling the plays, and Jared Goff in there making plays happen. I like Dally Rams a lot. I have no clue how they get beat this year. Granted, the Packers almost did it if there wasn't a fumble, but I like the LA Rams a lot. In a tight game, playmakers at the end of the day will come up on I got a lot of heat on the internet. <laughs> like good heat or bad heat? A lot of bad heat. Really? Which part? Oh, the Golden State Warriors have won championships. LA Rams lost in the first round of the playoffs. Okay. I'm like, it's a whole new team. It's a whole. <laughs> I didn't even respond to everybody. These are all the ESPN. This is the ESPN people, though. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I had a couple of basketball players like tell me, like, don't, don't compare it to the greatest NBA team of all time. I'm like, 
It's basically the same fucking thing. <laughs> reigning <laughs> offensive MVP, reigning defensive MVP, reigning coach of the year, plus they added Indomitian Sue, Akib Talib, and Marcus Peters to the team. That's the same model, basically, as Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors. Just load it up with superstars and see what happens. Yeah. yeah. They had this, Golden State Warriors started somewhere. You're not saying that they are the Golden State Warriors in year three when they've won three championships. You're saying no. it's the beginning. Yeah. It's wild. I didn't have time to answer all these people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have time. This is just like with the WWE, though. So what I started seeing was there's a lot of people, and I was always the guy that wanted to be on ESPN, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, I hope I could one day get on ESPN. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of people that are just blogging their lives away, sports that want to get on ESPN. (laughs) So anytime they see somebody on ESPN, they're like, oh, now it's time to tear this person (laughs) down. (laughs) Just like with WWE, right? I'm on Mm -hmm. that NXT pre-show panel, which is literally the bottomest bottom of WWE on TV stuff, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of wrestling blogs that want to be on there. So as soon as I'm on there, there's it's very easy to be like, I hate this guy, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want You left out this information. Yeah, I didn't have 10 minutes, fucker. <laughs> 30 seconds. Excuse me. Excuse me. I had a lot of fun on there. Getting to work alongside the old greenie there. Yeah. Interesting, man. Big oh, fan yeah. of Greeny. <laughs> He's an incredible reader. I'm telling you, I ain't never seen anybody <laughs> read as good as that guy. Dude, for a long time. Dude, he, there was some, because they have teleprompters on every single camera, uh-huh. and he's got scripts in front of him for sponsors, voiceover, highlights, all that stuff. There were some sentences there where I was like, that, that isn't a real sentence. And he just <laughs> skipped right through it like in a beautiful fashion, putting the proper uh, emphasis yeah, the whole thing. He was really incredible. Watching him work was really cool to do. It was a really cool thing to watch him work. Did he have Purell behind the desk? Or? So I didn't get to see that because he was on the other side uh-huh. there, but he had these loafers on that were... Ooh. They had the green snakes on. They were black Ooh. loafers with green snakes on. They're nice. very, I've seen them at Saks Fifth, and I've never bought them. And I was like, wow, those are a lot of money. When I saw, So when I saw them in person today, when he walked into uh-huh. the pre-show meeting... Well, that dude's got a couple thousand on his feet. <laughs> oh, you got those snakes? This guy's got a couple thousand on his feet right now. They eventually showed your shoes from the side angle at the end. I was like, okay. I was very excited to get the side spot there. Yeah, yeah. I was very excited to get that. I knew that was coming because uh-huh. they had me in that one behind the entire time. In every photo I seen, you told me, hey, Jalen always wears nice shoes because yep, yep. you will be seen. So I looked, I did a little research on the show. Every YouTube clip, that side profile, you get to see the whole thing. So there for the final clip, they pull me on the side. I'm like, all the shoes? How <laughs> Awkward is to look for the camera because at the end, like I think no one knew what camera to look at. And there, there was ten cameras. <laughs> so uh, what I've been learning about everybody else's production versus ours, uh-huh. <laughs> and this goes to Fox, Bleacher Report, uh-huh. even Sports Illustrated, even Sports Illustrated's yeah. operation. They all have so much better production <laughs> and so many more cameras flying around. Uh-huh. It's very interesting. It's very, very interesting. But it makes sense on why their stuff looks so so nice. Well, they probably had like a professional come in there and lay out the, no the, way. the set for them. And we just Bro. Kinda- Hey, yeah, this drop ceiling will probably be good. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> are you, does this make you finish it quicker? Or are you gonna get out of <laughs> the, the studio that they built in New York, it's in a part called Seaport. Uh-huh. I love that place. It's lower Manhattan. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That is. It's like you're not even in New York City. I saw zero homeless people beating their dick. <laughs> <laughs> no homeless people masturbating. No homeless people pooping anywhere. I, it was like clean. 
It was quiet. I was Sam and I were walking down cobblestone streets oh, last man. night. Wow. Yeah, cobblestone what? streets into oh. an ice cream place called Big Gay Ice Cream. Okay. Oh, I got a little cookie dough from the Big oh. Gay Ice Cream oh. folks. Nice. <laughs> I saw a gourmet pizza pie on that IG story. I'll tell you what, we walked right into an Italian place. They spoke no English. <laughs> the menu had no English on it. It was more Italian than Little Italy, the place we were yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Wow. More Italian. You're Italian? No, I, I didn't. They knew. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> they knew. Sam ordered Alfredo he's a day, sauce. He's a daywalker. Yeah. Easy. Easy. John Schnatter. John Schnatter. Uh, Sam ordered Alfredo sauce. Uh-huh. White sauce. Oh, yeah. Not. It's normally not a thing. Mm. Normally not a thing. Now you get a nice red. And I like had to kick her underneath the table. Like, hey, you're, you're giving us up here that we're not Italian. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a bad situation. And they're like, absolutely, we have that. I'm like, oh, you guys have adapted a little bit. That's good. <laughs> probably more Americans come in here. That's yeah. probably a good idea, by the way. They're like, yeah. And then I ordered the margarita pizza. Oh, I was like, margarita. I was like, is there any way? And it's called Pete's, P-I-Z-Z-E. Mm-hmm. I was very oh, confused. Yeah. Very confused. Is this pizza? <laughs> is this pizza? Since she already ordered Alfredo, I got a lot of questions. Is this fucking pizza? And then I ordered the margarita. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I put meat on there? And they're like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Sausage. And then they said some other meat. And they're like, it's like a oh, pepper. It's like a peppery meat. I'm like, like pepperoni. They're like, exactly like pepperoni. I'm like, yeah, I'll take the pepperoni. <laughs> I would like a pepperoni pizza. That's what I would like. They're like, you got it. They went back there. It was on the fucking um, Stone? brick oven. Brick yeah. oven. Oh. Oh. Sam got this ravioli. It was so good. That seaport. I don't want to be telling too many people, but that is... I could live there. Now, I understand why people like New York City if they live mm-hmm. in that part of New York City. It was beautiful. Didn't know that existed in New York. It, it was beautiful. Huh. There was one part that they had a bar mm-hmm. that was just in the middle of the street. Huh. That was a shutdown area. Really? And it had, it's a seaport area. They had a bar in the middle of the street. Had music on it. People were just hanging around there. Wow. It was awesome. I'm telling you, it was awesome. Do a lot of the dudes on the show commute in? Or do they live around there? I think... Um. I don't know, to be honest. I don't. Greeny, I guess uh, he lives in New York City. He's mm. from New York City. Yeah, I knew that. Which mm. I did not know. He's from New York Big City. Big Jets guy. Yep. He. I can't say enough how impressive he was. <laughs> I'm telling you, there was there was shit flying, and he was very calm, cool, and collected. I. It was. It was like watching somebody who's really good. You know, yeah, it was yeah. like, like a consummate professional. Yeah, like you're watching yeah. somebody who's like legit. So he's like Ron Burgundy. Yes. <laughs> right to the point, reads the prompter. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I, I don't, hey, let's not say that because he, there's a lot of things that aren't on the teleprompter right. that he has to do, but he just had so much, I, won't, I don't want to say control of every situation, but he never felt flustered. It never, it was very impressive. And Damian Woody and Stephen H. Smith got after it. <laughs> they got after it. I was it. dying of laughter during it. I yeah. met Damian Woody and Dominique there for the first time in the pre show mm. meeting. I'm a big Damian Woody made me laugh very, 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 very hard. Everybody was so nice. I didn't even expect Stephen A. Smith. I saw him make his entrance into the building <laughs> and then into the studio so flawlessly, just getting into a verbal joust <laughs> within three minutes. It was very, it was very cool as a kid. Every everybody grew up watching ESPN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, anybody that says they didn't is just lying. It was very cool to go to Bristol to their 16 building oh, yeah, campus. How was now. Bristol? Two different towns. What? So it's not just Bristol anymore. It's also Southington. Southington? I think it's the other town because the campus is so large now. It's two towns. It spans two towns. Wow. 16 buildings. Did you hit up that cafeteria? Yeah. Yep, I did. It's not free. <laughs> what? It's not free. Really? I was mind blown. I was just ordering. 
Uh, give me a double burger <laughs> and American cheese from bacon on there. Thank you so much. And I started looking around. I started seeing numbers next to things. I'm like, is that the amount of like carbs? <laughs> is this carbs? Is big keto place? How does this burger have 450 carbs? <laughs> How does that make sense? And uh, the person was there. I said, no, you got to pay. I was like, pay for what? They're like, your food. And I was like, you all pay? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, for some reason, I don't think you guys should be paying. <laughs> and the guy was like, you know what? I never thought of it. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to be the reason why there's like some little revolution. <laughs> Unionized. Yeah, I don't want to be. Strike. Fucking McAfee. If McAfee comes here one day and just starts talking about how we shouldn't pay, and you know what? We we agree. <laughs> it, it was so nice. Everybody was so nice. But is it normal for the, that to pay for that, you think? Uh, Any place I've worked at, yeah. yeah, yeah really? That's I think so. what I said. So maybe, I think it's like only like Google. And the Colts, so the Colts and the NFL, and yeah. the place that we went and spoke. I spoke at that Roche place. That uh-huh. food's all free for those people. Yeah. So I think I've just been in places, you people know, that like their employees, probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big shot. The um, no, I mean, I was like, one of those catering at WWE is free, but that might be a little different. That's I think everywhere I've ever been. Yeah, that was free. <laughs> everywhere I've ever because I was so confused on why I was so mind boggled. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, no, no, this is normal, and I was like. This is weird to me. I don't know why everybody's paying for all their food. I guess there's been stories in the past of people trying to steal stuff. Because mm. <laughs> it made me open the thing. You, you get like a cardboard. Uh, to show, yeah. oh, you have to yeah. show what you got. We used to do that artwork too. Uh, they write on the top what mm. it is, and then the, they force me to open it. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. is somebody lying? Like, let's, <laughs> By the way, let's say that. that what are you going to do? <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? put that burger back. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I've done it. You sneak a few things underneath the fries or underneath the sandwich. Well, food is delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Classic yeah. high school move. Yeah. Hey, that food was delicious. It was really good. It was really, I, really was, good. Was uh, Fine Bob there the entire time you were there? Just, he seems like he's a character, too. That guy, he's coming on the show at some point. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, Want him over. He's got the him voice on the of show. the SEC. He is. I told him that uh, we used to have an intern here who basically thought of him as God. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that that had happened here later in my career. It wasn't always like that. <laughs> it was it was really a big day. College football playoffs came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the way they've been able to turn that into a cool like uh, marketing thing is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like they're marketing right now college football playoff, which is months and months away, mm-hmm. or as if it was right now. So everybody is talking about it as if it's right now. That's genius. Every Tuesday, man. Absolutely it. genius. It is absolutely genius. And whenever you start seeing the things behind the scenes about it's very cool to kind of watch it all kind of mm-hmm. play out, you know? Well, the next mm-hmm. best thing to playoffs are a playoff race. Correct. That's the you know, that gets all the hype going. That's true. I said yeah. I don't love the college football playoff because I like more right. win, lose, and go home type. I wish they could do an NFL playoff system. Mm-hmm. I wish they could do that. They're about to. I think at some point, there's. I don't want to say there's too much money, but there's too much on the line not to. They're right? going to go six right. or eight very soon. Well, I think the six is definitely inevitable, but if they could get like uh, 11, 12 team in there. I would love it. It would be, be so awesome. Cool. Wouldn't they want to do that? I don't give a fuck. What's that? Wouldn't they want to do that? So though? they're worried that, and I learned this today while I was on the show, while everybody else was talking. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, wow. I was, they, and Herbie said it on our, on this show. Herb Street said it on this show about how every week matters. Mm. So basically, they see every oh. week as a playoff game as opposed to just the playoffs, if that makes sense. Which makes sense until you see like Ohio State lose to Purdue, and then if Ohio State wins out, they're going to be in anyway. Mm, so right. it's like uh, I enjoy the thought of like win or go home. Like I'm a big fan of back against the wall. Like let's make a play. Because then you really see if UCF, who 
has had a poor schedule. Mm-hmm. Their schedule is terrible, but they don't lo- they don't lose. So yeah. if you put them in a game, are they a team? No matter what their skill level is, that they're going to win, and then that like creates its own story. But to do that, there's so much that has to happen because yeah. that then that extends into February probably. And all that mm-hmm. Yeah, it extends in a long time, and these kids are students, mm-hmm. so <laughs> they don't want they don't want it to become the regular season to become like college basketball regular season where it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But March Madness, I think, makes up for all of it because it's the most beautiful. But if there's th- if there's eight teams, you can every game matters because you're you lose one, you're, you're gonna probably still be okay. But you lose two, like you're out. Like yeah, I well no because there's there was talk of a two loss team going in. If LSU, I guess, is a two loss team, there's chance that they could get in if yeah, they because they lost to Florida and if, yeah. if they lose to Bama and then they went out, then maybe yeah. I was right. trying to listen to yeah, all yeah, the yeah. theories today. From I was trying my best to keep up with all of them, but boy, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Like in my head too, though, I feel like if you have an underdog, like kind of win it all, like that'd be worth like the whole thing. It'd be awesome. Would it be though? And it would be the only it would way. Suck. Right? I just think there's so much value, not even in the underdog, but in having a team like an Alabama or an Ohio State or one of these major schools being able to play multiple games in a playoff mm-hmm. system. I, I, I know that the the job of me on that ESPN today was to talk about sports and things like that. But I just wanted to say it doesn't matter as long as Tua is at Alabama. <laughs> you might as well just they might as well have a playoff for second place. <laughs> I think you should have. I think you should have. I was thinking of it, but it's not my. It wasn't my. I was yeah, brought yeah, in yeah. to talk NFL, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't want to cuck Paul Feinbaum. Right. But I almost wanted to say like the playoff does not matter. Are we Tua has not played into the second half yet. He's got forty five <laughs> touchdowns, zero interceptions, or something like that. They might as well. He might as well just not play the rest of the season because they might get injured and just give them the national championship. So LSU is the number three team in the They're country. They're playing on right Thursday now. night, uh, Saturday, Saturday, yeah. Saturday night. But Alabama's fourteen point favorites against the number three team in the country, and, at, no, and at, on the road and hammer Jeez. Alabama, <laughs> hammer Alabama because I think that's a team that Saban will keep Tua in against oh, because yeah, that's yeah. like a rival, probably a lot of competing recruits. Mm-hmm. So if you win by 40, it's a lot better than just winning by 7 or 10. And I think they keep Tua in there the whole game. And we haven't seen how this guy plays in the fourth quarter. With a tired <laughs> defense. We haven't even seen Tua against a tired defense yet. And let's hope he's in good shape. But that that, that Alabama, that thing, that thing next level. <laughs> also have a free cafeteria. Yeah, oh, they yeah, have $15 yeah. million. And that's it, WVU. WVU, we have free food. Yeah, no, nah, but down in the the uh, not for students. Not I was going to say they work that into your tuition. Yeah. Like you don't actually physically pay for it, but you're paying for it somewhere else. Oh, it's like the yeah. all the all inclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we had a card you just swiped, but and you you know you ate, oh, so you yeah, didn't actually have to give cash, but you were paying for we it. We called it flex. We were out of flex. Yep, exact flex box. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it was in Iowa and Duquesne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same term there. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty standard everywhere. Yeah. I just couldn't think of My shit was unlimited. What, do I do? what, did I, what have oh. I done? I, I oh, just, you nice did it right. <laughs> you did it right. We we were all the suckers. No, remember I got a loan. I got forty thousand in loans. <laughs> I'm still saying you did it right. Just to yeah, party. I knew that you just did it right. To party. <laughs> um, what is this loan for? <sighs> Books. <laughs> no, the, the commercial was basically targeted right to me. <laughs> Don't have that. No questions asked. <laughs> yeah, it's like get your money tomorrow. Basically, yeah. I'm like get. I can get my tomorrow? money by this weekend. We got a big weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> that is that is exact. No, I don't. It was another one that it was another fraudulent loan company yeah, yeah. that went out of business that somebody else bought up their debt. It, it was a it was a wild scene there. But that's like the all inclusive stuff. Whenever anytime I go to an all inclusive mm-hmm. resort, I try to figure out okay how many drinks do I have to have 
to get back to even with this place? Mm-hmm. How much food do I have to eat to get back to even with this place? And it's a constant struggle of trying to beat them because I think they put shit in there that like clogs you up. Oh, yeah. Oh, the food carbs. does for sure. Like yeah. cruises. I think they do oh, it on cruises yeah. and all-inclusive resorts. Sure. They put stuff in the food so you can't shit. And there's not a lot of alcohol in the drink, so you always order double, but I always get my money back there. Double yeah. with a floater on top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why they make you eat on the deck, too, so you feel like self-conscious while you're eating. You worked on a cruise ship. Yeah, that's a true thing. You hustlers. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk out, you see all these like beautiful people like sunbathing, and you're like, ah, shit. I've never been on a cruise with beautiful people. But... <laughs> yeah, deep either. I, uh, but they put stuff in the food, right, that makes oh, you Oh, it's sh- like heavy carbs. Everything's heavy carbs there. Mm-hmm. So you can't shit. Yeah, exactly. And you get filled up very And you quickly. fill up faster. You yeah. Eat, yeah. That's a really good call. That's what they need to be doing up there at ESPN. Well, they're paying for it. <laughs> I, will, I would like to say it, it was a beautiful setup, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw everybody. I saw everybody. Everybody was there because they had a basketball conference. Okay. I saw Jay Billis mm-hmm. the nice. night before. Oh, yeah, Jay Will was with you today, too. Love Jay Will, by the way. No Jalen Rose today? No Jalen Rose. That's too bad. I like him. Jay Will, though, I guess he follows me on Twitter. Nice. He's a good guy, yeah. So I didn't meet. He wasn't at the pre-show meeting. So we just met whenever they did the pan shot when I was waving, I was standing next to him. He stands next to me and that's my we're about ninety seconds till we're on air or whatever. And he's like, What are we doing? I'm like, Jay, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> I was like, Jay, well, I don't know. He was like, I'm Jay Will, but I'm Pat, nice to meet you, or whatever. I was like, the way you shoot those half court shots, it's so impressive. It's like you know they're going in. It's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen. It, it, when it hits the internet, you literally like call it. Like, and he's like, Well, that's all I shoot. They should go in. I was like, you know, I was in a Harlem Globetrotters game one time for uh, in Indianapolis to raise some money. And they have a half-court shooting expert. He, like, went one for five or something like that. I think you're better than the Harlem Globetrotters guy. So if this all fails, at least you know you can be a fucking Globetrotter. <laughs> and then literally, they're like, two, one, we were on. And he's just dying laughing. And he does this, I don't know what to do with my hands. Thing. And then they take the camera away, and he daps me up. And he's like, oh, I can't wait for today. I was like, me too, Jay. Well, nice talking to you. And then in the green room, he came after me for not following him. So I, I said, uh, I said, man, I'll get. We should get in touch or whatever. He's like, yeah, I follow you. If you ever follow me back, maybe we'll. <laughs> I was like, yo, <laughs> awkward moment. <laughs> Walking around New York City on Halloween's crazy. Was everyone dressed up? Well, that's the thing. Like, is it you Wednesday? <laughs> is it Wednesday or is it Halloween? Is it Wednesday <laughs> or is it Halloween? Like, I saw this human walk by me wearing his outfit, and I was like, is that because? It's Halloween, <laughs> or would this how this human dress on an everyday basis? That's the best. That's the tough best. Is it Wednesday or is it Halloween? I don't. With a lot of them, I had no idea. There was a couple people that looked like they were rolling on some drugs, dressed uh-huh. up in onesie outfits, walking around. Mm, Wednesday. <laughs> Possibly that lower Manhattan place. I did a little. We did a little sightseeing too. A little financial district. Yeah, I went through the Wall Street mm-hmm. there. I saw. Oh, nice. I yeah. saw the home of democracy. Oh, really? Where George Washington was sworn in. Oh, uh, hey. It was the birthplace of democracy, is what they called it. Pretty nice there. I saw the bull there on Wall Street. Yep. Everybody was just crowding around that thing. There was this girl. I don't know who the little girl is. There's like a bull, a, a raging bull statue, mm-hmm. and then. I'll say 10 yards Mm -hmm. up, there's this little girl statue looking at the bull. And nobody gave a fuck about that girl. (laughs) I don't know what she does. It has to be something. I assume we can Google this. Because I think they go hand in hand together, but nobody cares about the little girl. It's kind of interesting. So Where does she fit in the story? She is society. 
I don't know. She's staring at the bull. Though. The bull is staring at her, and there's like 10 yards in between them, 15 yards in between them, and uh, everybody just wants a picture with the bull. This girl is just standing here all by her. The statue of this girl is just standing all by her. She's called the fearless girl. Because she's standing right in front of the bull? Yeah. And what does that have to do with Wall Street? You go bigger, you go home. I mean, does she represent all the investors? So oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Up? Yes. Excited. Thank you. Fearless Girl was commissioned by investment firm State Street Global Advisors to advertise for an index fund which comprises gender-diverse companies <laughs> that have a relatively high percentage of women among their senior leadership. Fearless. The plaque below the statue states, know the power of women in leadership. She makes a difference, with the she being both a descriptive pronoun and the fund's NASDAQ ticker symbol. I would like it to be known. We know that. Yeah. We know that. Mm-hmm. But ain't none of them motherfuckers taking pictures <laughs> of that bull. They were just stepping on that plaque and trying to get to the bull. That was, a, that was sad. That's fucked up. It was a sad situation. Huh. I ate like four pieces of pizza. <laughs> That's fine. I walked by a guy named Tr- Giorgio. Mm-hmm. He was working the thing himself. Mm-hmm. Giorgio's pizza. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you Giorgio? He said, yeah. I said, well, I got to eat your pizza. That's this, why you have to. This is your fucking place. Your name is on the goddamn sign. You're paying $75,000 a month. <laughs> ain't, no chain, ain't, no, ain't no chain pizza. Guy's name was Giorgio, and he was working the grill on the road, and it was Giorgio's Pizza. And I is your, I told Sam, if this guy is Giorgio, I'll eat. <laughs> I was like, I, do you know Giorgio? He said, I am Giorgio. I was like, I'll take a pepperoni. <laughs> I don't know how much you're paying here, but here's three ninety nine. It was very average pizza. And then that I happens. stopped. There's a place called Majestic Pizza. Oh, oh. Had to stop at that. Mm-hmm. Great word. Great word. I was like, you guys got the best name of any of the mm-hmm. pizza places. They're like, thank you. And then they didn't speak any English. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how like, it's good. Yeah, that's how you knew it was good. It was very good. I had like four pieces of pizza today. And it was a, uh, it was a wild scene. How was the uh, 9-11 memorial? It's cool, man. I it's hard not to have a little hate in your heart when you go there. Yeah. Though mm-hmm. I'm being serious when I say that it's very peaceful, and there's mm-hmm. like a lot of like uh, reflection, and it does a lot of perspective putting. But it's hard not to be like these motherfuckers, you know, because mm-hmm. the space is wide open. Mm-hmm. Right? So just and now, not that New York needs more buildings, but just like thinking like. Here were the yeah. two baddest buildings, basically mm-hmm. on Earth, that controlled everything that we had going on, and it was just, it's just. I don't want to say hate in your heart, but it, it's hard not to be like, ah, I wish everybody got along so this shit wouldn't have to happen. You when know you're standing there, the Freedom Tower is so big. So big. I got dizzy a couple of times yeah. looking up at buildings. I was trying to like take a photo of this one building. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it is impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. I start looking, I got like, di- I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> the building that Trump's name is on in that uh, financial district, mm-hmm. 927 feet tall. Wow. <laughs> it was the tallest building in the financial district until the Twin Towers, mm-hmm. and he bought it. That, that's hilarious. <laughs> it, that is a hilarious thing. Because I guess he just bought the naming rights to yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah. That was his move. So instead of getting billboards, which... Just slap your name on Just top put of your that. name on top of a building mm-hmm. is a hilarious troll. And always troll. find the tallest one. Hilarious troll. Move. I think we should start doing I it here in That's my new bucket list. <laughs> get Diggs? I, I get rich enough to put my name on top of a fucking skyscraper. Is it going to be at Diggs with a Z? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, there'll definitely be a Z on there. Because I'm also buying the Twitter account a, at D-I-G-S. Oh, you think you're going to be able to buy that guy out? Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. That guy stands for something. <laughs> it's not a guy. It's a company. Oh, you got no chance. It's a fearless bull, lady. You got no chance with that thing. Um, yeah, it felt like it was a pretty good day. Yeah. It felt like it was a pretty good day. It seemed like it. Yeah. It was a pretty good day. Long meetings, though, man. I ain't never sat through seven, eight meetings straight back to back to back to back, shaking hands with people. But once you start meeting, like, oh, this guy is the head of radio for yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, I love listening to your show. I'm like, oh, it's very nice of you. <laughs> I feel like 
You say it to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no. And then he mentioned the pub. Which is absurd. Absolutely. It's absolutely absurd. He was a very cool guy. We Every, can, we can bring the pub to ESPN. I don't I don't know if that type <laughs> of thing. It'd be a pretty good show. We'll build, the pub. We'll build it into the set. It'll be like the barbershop show. Go. Like, you guys will be standing behind the bar at the pub. That'll be where your mics with are. With no microphones. <laughs> oh, no, with microphones, yeah. So the pub got a little recognition up that's, there. That's so awesome. I started laughing. I very much started laughing. <laughs> he, like, in my head, I was like, oh, this, they... they I could already feel Connor losing his mind. <laughs> what was his name? I'm I gotta follow him on Twitter. I'm the founder. <laughs> <laughs> the founder. What's that? I said the pub's growing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good marketing by you guys. It really is. Good marketing by you guys. Yeah, we got some marketing coming tonight for Halloween. Well, I guess this would have been yesterday. That thing's going to get condemned, though. That house. <laughs> it no could. Way. We're, We're doing some upgrades right now. Bro, every video I see of a floor collapsing, it's I'm just like, oh, it's you guys. You guys are fucking next, bro. No doubt. Well, Are we allowed to know the upgrades? or Not yet. What oh. are you guys doing to it? Evan was going to tell us, and then Zito said no. No, we uh, so we got our old roommate stuff out of the house. Okay. So we have a whole new another room. We're gonna build a bar. We're gonna have a TV. So why this are is gonna you be like building this, a bar in somebody else's house? It's gonna be like a sports section. Yeah, it's but gonna why be an easy, guys, like it's gonna be an easy bar. When he says, when he says see, build a bar, yeah, we're buying like a Goodwill, like hundred yeah, dollar. Yeah, like, hey, hey Zito. Connor is shaking his head. No, no, we're doing it real. No, he doesn't understand the like the worth of money. Zito, don't worry about it. You're not gonna be a part of any of it. Oh, take it easy, Nick. I got a good lawyer. I got a good lawyer. Nick's not even in a sling anymore, though. Yeah. It's kind of weird. On his clavicle oh, right well, now. Well, I heal fast. <laughs> like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. You know, on that growth. Don't worry. I got x-rays. I got proof. I got witnesses. I got all I need. I respect that. So if you guys do make it past Halloween, let's assume you guys don't get caught up in any terrible candy handout mm-hmm. situations. <laughs> you we guys- actually left a bucket outside of candy. Only take one. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a spaghetti pot. I mean, it's all you could do. It's all you could do. <laughs> it's tough. In a Halloween's pot. right now. Trick or treating is going on as we speak. People oh. still do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, it, I said yesterday on Heartland Radio, uh, uh, Eric and I had to sign up on an app that we were going to be handing out candy, so the kids knew to come to our house. You are doing that? Oh yeah. Well, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever sign up for such a thing? She loves Halloween, man. The party was awesome, I heard. Yeah. We talked about that Good on time. Tuesday. Yep. Good mm-hmm. party. Uh, everybody's carving pumpkins now on the internet. I think I'm past the big smile with the pumpkin inside the mouth. Did you see the for the brand ones? Huh? There was a couple of For the Brand ones I've seen. Uh, Phil made a For the respect Brand that. one. I respect yeah, the For the really Brand cool. one a lot. But the, 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 the smile with the, the little one inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so 1998. There was one on the street Chris at Pratt. Seaport. I saw I it. saw Chris Pratt post a picture. He did one like that. Mm. Like Be Chris, better. Chris, you're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, you're supposed to be a funny guy. Be better. <laughs> I always I only do one pumpkin and one pumpkin only. And it's like a, a smoking guy. Oh, I like smokes. that one. Because you shade out the smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say you shade it out, but you take a couple layers off so it's mm. a little bit different, faint of a light. Mm-hmm. That always makes me feel like I'm like Bob Ross. <laughs> like a real fucking light. I recently looked up Chris Pratt's workout because I was like, oh, he was fat and then got in shape. Yeah. I could probably do the same. It's like an eight-hour day workout. Yeah, what, like The Rock. Like I think The Rock works out for five hours a day. I don't know how, oh, sure. I don't know how he does it. It's not The Rock makes 45 movies, too. Like, How does he have enough time in the day? I don't get it. They just make you think they're busier than they really are. Uh, I, don't, I think you're they right. They do a lot of self-promoting. Yeah, but if you look at the pictures of them, like if you look at the pictures of The Rock. I'm not talking about working out. I mean other. Like they work out a lot, and then they make you think they're doing a lot of other work. Uh, it so looks you, like they're in public, though, a lot. Huh? I could be wrong. What do I know? Vinny wasn't that busy. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of time on his hands. <laughs> Vinny did have a lot of time on his yeah. hands. Maybe that's the life. 
He's just working Vinny out. Vinny looked terrible. He had a bad body. Yeah, he did. He did. Vinny Chase. He also wasn't a, good a, he wasn't a good actor either. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, he started a fucking Mentos commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was Aquaman. That's the measuring stick. I guess you never saw Queens Boulevard. No, I did see Queens Boulevard. They they shit canned uh, smoke jumpers. What are you well, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't he got a concussion. Listen, now that I know a little bit more about Hollywood, I, I think that was some behind the scenes work happening mm-hmm. to, to screw over Vinny Chase. He went to his own stunts. Yeah, he went to his own stunts. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, that gives me a little bit more respect for him. But I think he was getting screwed over behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. If you had to choose one of those movies to be real, what movie would you choose? Five Towns. <laughs> Queen Boulevard. <laughs> Not my town. <laughs> Not in any of my towns. Yeah, uh, probably that. I'd probably pick the Pablo Escobar. No, it was terrible. Oh, Medellin. Medellin. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, just, that, that trailer got bad looked reviews. real good. Got bad reviews. Terrible. I don't know. They didn't even stay for the credits. I'll tell you what. I've had enough Pablo Escobar, I think. <laughs> With the narcos and all that shit. Not yet. And then the documentaries behind it and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But if somebody comes out with something good with Pablo Escobar, I'm going to tune in. It's just the way it is. Like, if that Medellin thing came out, I would watch it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it went up onto Netflix or whatever, I would watch <laughs> it. Hey, as soon as it would pop up, I'd be like, yep, we're watching. Just like the Gotti movie with Travolta. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wait for it to get up. Everybody told me how terrible it was. This is going to be awful. As soon as it popped up on my screen, I couldn't hit click fast enough. I just Some of those people I'm so intrigued by. Just so intrigued by. I saw a Rolls Royce today. From like the twenties. Awesome. Oh, you took a picture of it, right? I took a picture. Oh, that was sweet. Think about who owned that, though. It's the amount of people that had to own that. That back in the, it's a very mm-hmm. expensive car. Yes. There are some big money people swinging around in that car, or dead. There's a lot of dead bodies probably in the back of that mm-hmm. car. Probably. So I'd seen a lot. There was some of that Rockefeller money back then. Uh-huh. Oh, he built all the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one of the Carnegies. But Pablo Escobar has become Maybe quite the enterprise. The There's a bunch of, if you go through Netflix, like every third movie is about uh-huh. Pablo Escobar, or Pablo Escobar's girlfriend, or Pablo Escobar's wife. Yep. Like, you're like, what the fuck? They're I big watched the them all. Netflix big into <laughs> drugs. Watched them all. <laughs> drugs and murder. Netflix, Netflix is uh-huh. big into drugs, drugs and murder. Drugs numbers. They, they Dude, get they, it. They scratch me where they I get itch. It. I'll watch anything uh-huh. like that. I, I enjoy, I just enjoy, like, the mind of those terrible humans. Like, fucking Whitey Bulger. Mm-hmm. Oh, rest mm-hmm. I hope he rests terribly, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I'm an Irish guy, so I think I'm supposed to respect what he did. Yeah. But it sounds like the Italians got him. Todd tried hitting up his contacts to see how he died. Yeah. I got a buddy that's a Secret Service agent in Boston, and I texted him. I'm like, Danny, how did Waddy Bulger die? I know you know. <laughs> no he was text. Like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> he got a new. Yeah, he walked, got a new phone. Lost my number. Yeah, that's what so I get some comas. He's like, how the fuck do you think I would know? <laughs> oh, I so just stand in front of a trash can for four days while the president drives through <laughs> one time. <laughs> so he did not know though. No, he didn't. Know. I think it was the Italians. That's the story going. Yeah. Right? It was a mafia hitman. Mafia man. hired him. And I guess there's three people have died yes, in that jail was. in the last yes, seven months, I guess. So mm-hmm. that, that jail is a place you go to die. That just shows mm-hmm. like Italian contracts never go. Well, West Virginia, I think Pittsburgh kind of runs into West Virginia. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of Italians in West Virginia as well. That's where Florio's from. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So the mob just kills Whitey as soon as he gets mm-hmm. there. Like, ah, this fucking Mick fuck. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> they, put, <laughs> they put padlocks in pillowcases. Mm-hmm. Fucking old school. So it was a hard, it was a long day. That's how he died? Yeah. Put padlocks and pillowcases. They beat the shit out of him like Step Brothers? That came out. Up. That came out? Yeah. I was looking at that because I wrote a blog about it. Yeah, you did. Yeah. By the way, we're bloggers now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I like watching you guys blog, by the way. It's awesome. I enjoy it. Every once in a while, I'll go in there and check out PatMagShow.com mm-hmm. blog launching very soon. Right now, we're just testing <clears throat> out the site, testing yeah. it out to see if it can handle it. Mm-hmm. It's, we seem to be doing well. Yeah. But Whitey Bulger, 
because of the departed, because of Black Mass, because he was on a run for 20 years, just like Pablo Escobar. We kind of like, we paint up this picture of these terrible humans. And then when they die, like people were actually sad that Whitey Bulger died. And then I watched an interview of this lady who her husband was murdered by Whitey Bulger. And she was pouring champagne. (laughs) And her child was was like, fuck Whitey. (laughs) Like a 12, 13 year old or something Uh, like that. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, that kind of puts it in perspective. This dude was a terrible human. Whitey's the reason we have the UFC. What? It's a true story. Whitey Bulger? Yeah. Dana White had a like a boxing gym in South Boston during the time of, of Bulger's reign. And he would te- he was to get kids off the street, they would teach kids how to box. He and his business partner, because he was a boxing trainer. Mm-hmm. So, well, if you at that time you wanted to have a business in South Boston, you had to pay tax to Whitey Bulger. For protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Obviously. Yeah. So, not, not extortion. <laughs> nope. Nothing like that. Just protection. For just in case, crime. Yeah. Just in case some mobster was going to come yeah, yeah. in and fuck you over mm-hmm. and he would protect you. Yeah. So Whitey sends his right-hand man that uh, Kevin Weeks in and eventually, and he says, hey, man, you've been operating for a while, been skating, you owe us $2,500. And he's like, well, I don't have $2,500. And he's like, well... You're going to need to come up with it. And that went on for like a week or two. And then finally he gets a phone call from Kevin Weeks, Dana does, and he says, hey, you got until noon tomorrow to pay this $2,500. So Dana White said, I just packed up all my shit and moved to Las Vegas. And fucking that's where he met the Fertitta brothers and got fell in love with the UFC. Is that's this a, real? That's a real story. Everything you say now, I just want to say fiction. fiction. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was on the herd. Uh, Dana White told the story on the oh, herd. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane. Right? That's fucking incredible. Uh, do we have twenty five hundred dollars for this guy by noon tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like moving to Vegas. I'm going to drive. You, you want to come? <laughs> Are you going to talk to this guy? Or I'm getting out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's how he ran into this dying UFC organization thing. He was like. I think I could do something with that. I got these rich friends I just made. Boom. He was living in their basement, I think, wasn't yeah. he? I think he was living uh-huh. in the Fertitta basement yeah. with a boxing gym thing. And now yeah. the UFC is obviously a multi-billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. I love this app. By the way, great conversation happening. We just interrupted. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll get back to that in yeah. no time. I'm sure I said something uh, pretty dumb. I'm sure there was something <laughs> hilarious said around the room. I don't know if Zito's taking a hike yet. I don't think. <laughs> Wait for it. It's coming. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, we're here to tell you about our good friends at Robinhood. Oh. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not sure what a lot of those things are, but it's all commission free. I've been in the stocks game with Robinhood right on my phone. Yeah. I've been a day trader. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a Wolf of Wall Street operation. I'm about two days away from getting a helicopter, I think, straight <laughs> straight from Robin Hood. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Take control of your own finances. Mm-hmm. Your own. I walked by Wall Street, the Wall Street Exchange today. Mm-hmm. I walked by it literally today, the stock exchange. And they didn't even know that right outside. He's a guy that's day trading on his goddamn phone, Robin Hood. <laughs> day trading. You don't even need to go in there. There's a lot of people running in there in suits. I was wearing a sleeveless hoodie outside. <laughs> Do it making more trades than most of the guys and girls inside. I'm like, yo, I'm on Robin Hood, bro. Making moves, making money, all with commission free. It's simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Values of the Robin Hood app. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are we listening? Yeah, yeah, Let's I mean, talk about them. Let's right? talk about Let's talk about the values of the Robin Hood app. Because you might be thinking, you know what, Pat? I don't have a clue about English. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Me, but Robinhood basically shows you, hey, this is what we need to do. It's a good app. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. You've seen it on Wolf of Washington. It's literally oh, yeah. what they do. Oh, yeah. they, they just keep coming and going. Mm-hmm. Okay, Just keep them in the game. It's a fugazi. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a one-way road, whichever way I go. That's literally Fairy what they dust. say. Fairy dust. All that. Not, not with Robinhood. Nope. nope. 
Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Easy to understand charts and market data. Place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Robinhood web platform also lets you view stock collections like the 100 most popular mm-hmm. sectors like entertainment and social media and a curated category like female CEOs and analyst ratings of buy, hold, sell for every single stock. Very nice. It's a, it's a one-stop shop for all your stock exchange needs, wow. and there's no commission, nothing. They just want you to make money with them. That's pretty nice. Robin Hood, what did he do? Rob from the rich. Gave, Gave to the poor. poor. That's what this app is doing. You don't have to wear a suit in that stock exchange. Nope. You can have it right here on your smartphone. It's very easy to use. Right now, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Oh. If you sign up at McAfee.RobinHood.com, that's McAfee.RobinHood.com. M-C-A-F-E-E dot R-O-B-I-N hood dot com. Uh, free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint. That's pretty nice. That's Ooh. insane. Steve Jobs, if he's alive, he's not doing it. <laughs> They're not letting this fly. Oh, so yes. you should be taking advantage of this. Robin Hood are good, good people over there. Uh, because trading stocks used to be very complicated and confusing. It did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Didn't it? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Traveling used to be complicated. Remember, people had to forge the river. And True. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oregon Trails. And then they made planes and stuff mm-hmm. and, and UFOs and all these South things. South White Brothers. Right, Brothers. Everything's yeah. shout out on that beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to that Canadian rapper using the same plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Too soon. Yikes. That kid's music got bangers. I listen to it every day. Mm-hmm. That kid's got bangers. Everything used to be complicated and confusing. Yep. Everything. And you know what was the worst part of all of it? What? Buying so, tickets. Because oh, yeah. you never knew when you were getting hustled. You got all those people on the street like, I will sell tickets. I got the, and you never know if you're getting good tickets. Then you go to the apps, and it's the same people working those apps. You don't know if the tickets are real or not. Yep. So there was one company that said, we want to create a ticket-selling app that has no catfishing. Mm. None. No bullshit. Uh-uh. None. We want to scan all the other ticket platforms to them. find the best tickets for the best price so we know exactly what to charge. The yep. best. You know who they were? They were a bunch of geeks. <laughs> SeatGeek. Oh, SeatGeek is the greatest ticket buying app on earth. Yep. And I'm saying that with a full conviction because I have used them numerous times. Todd has used them numerous yep. times. We are very lucky that they are our sponsors so we can talk about using them. The best. Because they are the absolute best. All you do is go in there and you tap two times and you'll get the best tickets in town. You put in your budget, they'll be like, yo, here's the best tickets for what you want to go. And it's not just sports, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's any live event, comedy, theater, act, uh, uh, music, the mm-hmm. whole thing, sports, you name it. They got tickets for it and they're the only place you need to go for the best prices. SeatGeek app, use Promo code PAT, get $10 off your first purchase. Use promo code MAC, you get $20 off. <laughs> mm, we got two promo codes. A little self-awareness. You yuppies, use PAT, get $10 off. You people who aren't rich yet, use MAC, you get $20 off your first order. Geek app, two taps. It's very simple. Go live a little bit. You're alive, but are you living? Go live and experience something live. Because Geek doesn't just sell tickets. They sell memories and stories and awesome events and awesome That's times. What That's is. what you need to do. Go to the Geek app. And right now, we are taking our asses right back into a great conversation. The UFC is intriguing because Joe Rogan, right, mm-hmm. is the biggest podcast on earth and he's the voice of them mm-hmm. there's something coming out and i found this interesting you sent me the the news clip about it yeah cm punk right right they always these celebrities going and fighting ufc cm mm-hmm. punk gets his ass kicked absolutely right. handed to him but he loved it he respected the sport mm-hmm. and kept him moving yep. joe rogan said something along the lines of I, I, cm punk should not be allowed back in the ufc but he's intrigued by logan paul yeah which I, blew my mind because I'm like, Logan Paul, what the fuck? And so I looked into it. Turns out Logan Paul 
was like finished fifth his senior year in the state of Ohio in wrestling, which is like next to Iowa. That's like the biggest wrestling state, which means he probably could have went on if he wasn't getting famous on YouTube and been a, a dominant Division One college wrestler. And then he he talked about when he boxed that KSI, the other the British YouTuber, mm-hmm. about he like he knew how to throw a punch, he knew spacing. He understood timing, so I went back and I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, it looks like he can fucking do something. So you think Joe Rogan watched that pay-per-view, and he watched that fight with that other YouTuber, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, I don't want to fucking be the guy that says this. <laughs> <laughs> this kid, this this wild kid on, the, yeah. on YouTube could probably be a really good fighter. Yeah. And he quoted Dana White, because Dana White was asked about, because Logan Paul publicly stated, I would want to be in the UFC. So Dana White's like, man, I cannot let him in the UFC. I would be arrested if I let him in the UFC because it's, it's too dangerous for him. And then J- Joe Rogan on his podcast was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You let CM Punk in, who had n- never done any form of fighting before. Logan Paul's a way better fighter from him, and he sold one million buys on his own fighting some other YouTuber. Like, he's going to bring so much traction. Hey, you know what? Maybe Logan Paul... <laughs> Hires you, <laughs> Dana. You buy me out? No, yeah. no, no. I buy you out. Mm-hmm. Those Paul brothers. Those Paul brothers, man. Numbers. They yeah. do numbers. And uh, did you know he was that good? Of, I didn't no, have no idea no, he was no, that good. No, he and his brother, I guess, were badass wrestlers the whole life. They looked athletic, right? Yeah, they're they in look like good shape. Freaks, they Logan. look athletic, but you you never know if somebody's just Instagram yeah, yeah. shape yeah. or athletic shape, yeah. right? I think those are the two different things these days. People uh-huh. on Instagram shape or you actually athletic shape. And that's interesting to hear, though. Yeah, because I was thinking about it like I was reading. Um, it was like 50-50. And he's young, right? 23? 20, yeah. yeah, 26 maybe, 24. He's 26 years old. Like, I Logan's don't know the older one. Okay. Jake's yeah. the younger one. I think yeah. he's 26, which is still, he's got plenty of time. Hell yeah. yeah. Where CM Punk was 40, so fucking, yeah. But I was I was looking at the haters in, inside UFC stuff that were like opposed by for it. And I was like, this is the same thing like when you went into comedy. Yeah, like you. Some people inside comedy were fucking hating on it because they they felt like you were shortcutting the system. It's like, but they were missing the big picture. Like you literally had thousands, tens of thousands of people that came to your shows who likely had never been to stand up, never live seen before. comedy in Indiana, right? Yeah, exactly. and you were good. And that's the difference between Logan Paul and CM Punk and you and other celebrities who have tried comedy is you both you. have talent and you're good, right? So then people were like, stand up comedy is awesome. And now it builds. Stand-up comedy builds. Logan Paul can do the same he thing can, for mixed martial arts. Yes, he can raise the bar for UFC viewership by bringing in a whole new demo because he has all this this massive audience, and he's going to be good. Why wouldn't he want to do it by himself, though? That's the question. He And it may happen because uh, what Dana said. It he, pissed off Logan Paul. Well, it's, Oh, you don't piss <laughs> off the Paul. <laughs> and then he got, see, he's friends with Uriah Faber kind of. Who's a you know pretty famous crossover guy? California kid. Yeah, so he he has the <laughs> spider Sage Northcutt, who's a fucking awesome up and comer, who's not signed by anybody. Mm-hmm. So he's like, mm, maybe we just have Sage and fucking. So he's probably going to get some big contract for his fighter to fight him, and they'll get two million views without the UFC and outdo any fight the UFC's had. So now Bellator has to compete with Logan Paul because <laughs> yeah. Dana White. <laughs> Bellator's just sitting there like, hey, Dana. <laughs> Come on. Why are you going to piss people? Why are you going to have people come after our spot? We're the WCW. Yeah. Now you're going to bring in another one. Uh-huh. I, I think Dana will okay, but I thought it was an interesting parallel as I read into it, the, what you went through, you know, breaking into comedy. Well, because grapplers are the way... Grapplers are 
That's yeah. fighting. Yeah, that's the easiest. Like, if you're a really good grappler, that's the easiest if you only have one thing to build on. For numerous reasons, by yeah. the way. Yeah. You know how to work. Yeah. You know the conditioning's terrible. Mm-hmm. You're not scared to be in very uncomfortable positions, yep. which yep. is what it is. Yep. After rolling with those dudes a couple times, <laughs> jiu-jitsu-wise, having, not being able to breathe for like 35 seconds is just a normal thing. Yep. And I assume in wrestling, that's a very standard yes. operation. Yep, exactly. So good you for know. Logan Paul. Yeah, I hope he does it, man. Now I'm a fan. I didn't really, you know, I knew he was huge and I respected what he had done, but I never really looked into him very much. Now I'm like a big fucking fan. <laughs> well, now they get the cops going on them every other day. <laughs> Those dudes are lunatics. So, Todd, there. you buy their next event? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why are people talking about not buying Phil and Tiger, by the way? Ah, Why are people so talking dumb. about that? I have no idea. I talked to somebody, um, I think it was at a restaurant, maybe in an airport on my way to mm. Connecticut because I missed my flight. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I Good haircut, it. though. Great haircut. <laughs> this is an airport fade, bro. I got an airport fade right Classic now. Airport I saw it. Fade. Guy's name was Joe. Good guy. Is Old he guy. Is in the office or what? Nah, he seems to be, there's one chair in there. I've seen that barbershop in the airport before mm-hmm. because whenever I was going to get on a plane, it's before you even get into the airport, mm-hmm. basically. It's at the edge. I saw the spinning, the yellow, Barbers or the white, red, blue, uh-huh. not yellow. And I always wonder, like, why the fuck is there a barbershop in the airport? This is stupid. And then I get to <laughs> United Check-In Desk about 49 minutes before my flight. Mm-hmm. 49 minutes before mm-hmm. my flight. First class, no big deal. <laughs> so I get in the first class check-in line. Yep. And I sit there for seven minutes. Seven minutes. Nobody. Like, there, there's all. There's only like three workers. There's like fifty people. So I'm literally just sitting there. I get up to the thing to check in. I go, and they're like, uh, "You got to have your bag in 45 minutes before your flight." I was like, "Well, I was here. You know, I was here. It was like when you're battling for McDonald's breakfast with the drive-through person <laughs> back yeah. in the day. You're yeah. like, "Yo, I was here at fucking 10:25. Right. You guys took 10 minutes. Now it's 10:35. I am not getting a McChicken. I want a fucking egg McMuffin. <laughs> it is 10:35 in the fucking morning. I want like an egg McMuffin. It was past time. It was like that. They were yeah. like, "No, you have to be 45 minutes beforehand. Sorry, sir. It's 40 minutes beforehand. We can't check your bag." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Cool. Just send it on the next one. I'll get it later." They're like, "No, we have to rebook you because you have to be with your bag." And I was like, rebook me. Like, I'm going to Hartford, Connecticut. There isn't just flights to Hartford, Connecticut everywhere. They're like, uh, the next one will send you through Chicago. It takes off in uh, about two hours and 20 minutes. I'm like, two hours and 20 minutes in the Indianapolis airport? I was like, what time do I get there? They're like, uh, about an hour after you were supposed to get there. I'm like, perfect. Put me on that That's one. Yeah. So I check in my bag. I'm all by myself. I start thinking like terminal now. Like I'm, I've never been I'm in a trapped. flight two and a half hours beforehand. <laughs> but now I'm like Tom Hanks running around this terminal. I'm going to do this airport. This airport wins all these awards every year. And the first thing, the reason why I needed to get to Connecticut is I need my haircut. I didn't. I didn't get my haircut. And then literally as I'm walking away, I'm like, oh shit! There's that barber right there. It was right down the hallway. I go sit down. Guy named Joe sitting there with one chair. He like turns around on the chair to look at me. And I'm like, uh, you cut hair? He was like, yeah. I was like, do I need a reservation? He's like, absolutely not. I was like, well, you cut my hair? He's like, how much time do you have? I was like, two and a half hours. He's like, we got time. He sits me down, puts like a leopard print oh, thing cool. on me. This old man. And he was like, what, uh, what do you want? I was like, just a fade. Don't touch the top. Leave the top. I'm growing it out, kind of. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, it's going to be tough because it's a little long, but I can make it happen. I'm like, I, I believe in you, Joe. I said, I believe in you, Joe. He was like, how short do you want to say? I was like, maybe a half. I like I think I like a half. There's no such thing as a half. I was like, 31 years old. Every time I get my haircut, I say a half. I, uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, there's a one and a half. You want a one and a half? I'm like, I don't want a zero and I don't want a one. I was like, in between there, is that a half? He's like, oh, it's a one and a half. I'm like, 
Well, that every, doesn't seem to make sense. Every human that's ever cut my hair has been wrong, Joe. And he's like, well, we'll go close. I was like, cool. And it was kind of an uncomfortable conversation because I kind of questioned him there. So, mm-hmm. so he didn't talk to me while he's going to work. Cut my hair like 25 minutes. I was like, Joe, this is the best haircut I've ever got. Is this a one and a half or a half? And he was like, it was a one half. There's no such thing as a half. I was like, well, people have lied to me, Joe. And Joe said, I would never do that to you. <laughs> I said, thanks, Joe. Here's $20 tip. And I walked out. So now I had two hours and 10 minutes. So now I had two hours and 10 minutes, like two hours. Yeah. So I go, I go check in, and I see that day spa. You know the spa thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. like, okay. I don't know whoever does. Every time I walk past one of these, I'm like, who has the fucking time? Mm-hmm. So I go you in. Do. I did. <laughs> I did. So I go in there, and it's the chair. You sit on that chair with your knees oh, bent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a very weird. I don't know Holds how. On. How did they create that chair where you're you're sitting, f- leaning forward with your head in a thing with your knees on a pad? They're like, how can we make it feel like they're laying down it was sitting? Exactly. It's like somebody was falling out of their chair one time, <laughs> and they're like right halfway there. down. They're like, right there, that's the spot. Pause it right there. That's exactly what it was. So I had uh, I go in there. It's a sweet old Chinese lady, old it. Chinese lady, right? No English, experienced. No English. I'm like, um, I'd like a massage. She's like, uh, seat. I'm like. I don't know what that means. <laughs> on this chair? She's like, yeah, seat. I was like, yeah, I'd like to have a seated massage. She's like, how long? 20, 30, 40? I was like, I got two hours. She's like, oh, 40 is max. I go, give me 30. She's like, okay. And I sign in my name or whatever. I sit down. She immediately starts with the slap. Oh, yeah. The whole that. slap. She did a five-minute slap session on my back and on my head. And then she started like, give me a noogie on my head. I was like, is this a massage? She said, oh, there's a spot on your head that controls the relaxation of your back she told me I was like whatever you said I got up every 30 minutes more tense than I've ever been in my entire life she was beating the shit out of me basically I'm like I gotta go so then I stopped in a store or two I, uh, I was like it was like a full day I was having at this yeah, airport nice little trip didn't even keep track of the time uh-huh. first time Almost. in my life I ever had Paging Mr. McAfee, oh, no. the gate is closing. I was like, no way I missed my flight <laughs> after having two and a half hours. I had a home alone session. I had a home alone session all the way down to B23, which is at the end of the thing. Home alone thing all the way. They're like, are you Mr. McAfee? I was like, well, it's McAfee. And they're like, well, you're late. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. And I was the last one on. I get on. Dan Dockage is on the plane. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. So I uh, dap up Dockage. I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, what's good? Real small plane. So we land in Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago's airport. Which one, oh. Midway or uh, O'Hare? O'Hare. Yeah. Oh, that's a big one. We walked two miles mm-hmm. for our next flight. There's no tram. You have to walk the entire oh, yeah. thing. Oh, really? So Dockage gets, gets off the plane, and he didn't even stop to say, like, what's up to me after? He just booked it. Right? He just left. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were friends. And I get off the plane, and I go check, like, the board, and it's like, okay, you're in, I think we were in F, and we had to go to C or something like that, yeah. or B or something. And I'm like, all right, I'll head there. And then you see these signs, and they're like, C is this way. So I just keep walking. Like 25 <laughs> minutes later, I'm still walking, and I finally get there, and I see Dockage, and I'm like, you going to Hartford? He's like, yeah. I was like, I thought you would say hello to me. He's like, I knew we had a marathon. But <laughs> that thing, we got there right before that thing closed, wow. too. So I almost missed three flights in one day. Wow. I mean, it was a wild scene. Land in Hartford. Dockage drives me over to Bristol. Jay Billis was in the lobby. Had a couple. Oh. Had a beer with Jay Billis. Oh, that's nice. It was yeah. really cool. It was a cool. Well, Dan and Jay had a beer. I just thought <laughs> to be sitting there. If that makes sense. It was a cool thing though. It was a cool, cool trip. But yeah, I did the airport. I did the you airport. Did it right, I guess. This cheat day though, I'll tell you what. This cheat day, Nick sent me something, and it was tough whenever you're traveling not to eat everything. Yes, mm-hmm. it's so. Hard. Is it not? Yeah. 
It is so hard. I don't know how people that travel, like wrestlers travel. They have to be like so prepared and like prepare meals and to travel. Dis- the discipline has to be next level because the, the good food is so easy. So right. Are you still on your cheat day? Yeah. All right. I'm just going to tell you this. In that basket of beers that somebody sent... And if you Shout out my bookie, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was? Yeah, okay. it was my bookie. Bunch of cool nut packages and stuff in there. There is a package of chocolates in there. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best chocolates I've ever had in Where's my it life. from? What is it? I don't even know what they're called. It's a nice, it's nice just, good They're, they're real thin. They, they, there might be a little bit of nuts in there or whatever. But it is like melt-in-your-mouth chocolate. Oh, I can't wait. It's got to be from some other country. You know what my issue? It probably is. Because yeah. all those beers are from other countries. Uh, but I, uh, by the way, the uh, Beat Pat McAfee today mm-hmm. is a child's game that got held up in customs so they don't have <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I got a text. I got a text today that says uh, the child's game is being held up in customs right now. We'll see if it can make it. I can't wait to see what it could possibly be. Eleven fifty. What, what game involves white powder? <laughs> I'm trying to think in my mind right now. What that is hysterical. It got held up in customs. They said, and I'll be excited to see if the um, if the game makes it. You should bet on that because this is. I always talk about my bookie being the best gambling center because mm-hmm. you can gamble. By the way, you can gamble on center races now. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, who's going to win? They're, they're on the front page right now. As soon as you open up, it goes straight to politics. Here's a here's now. I don't know much about politics, but as a guy who I think I got my ear to the ground pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh-huh. Donnelly's got no chance. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Mike Pence like this tape on Bro, Joe, Joe Donnelly. Donnelly. Six, there were six anti Joe Donnelly commercials in a row last night. Bro, Joe Donnelly's got no shot. No show, Joe. Whoever's paying Mexico, Joe. Whoever's paying All for those sleeping ads. Joe Donnelly. <laughs> Joe yeah. Donnelly. Oh my god. I don't know Joe Donnelly aside from him being tied at the hip with. Uh, with uh, what's this? The pharmaceutical? Oh, Lily. Lily. Yeah. I don't know anything about Joe Donnelly except for the fact that he's tied at the hip with this Lily thing. And I don't know who the hell this Mike Braun guy is, but this <laughs> seems like the lock of the century. <laughs> you go on to my bookie right now and hammer Mike Braun. Oh, Joe Donnelly's got no hope. They that Braun team is genius because <laughs> oh, that's dude. stuck in every human's head right now that Joe's a piece of shit. <laughs> dude, he's. I don't know if this is like. I don't know if every state has this gift, but these oh, local political. Do. I've never seen anything like really? this. This no. is next level, dude. Yeah. This is insane. This is, it it's every fucking commercial. This yeah. Joe Donnelly is just getting crushed. Every single commercial. Every word Joe Donnelly has said for the last, what, eight years is just up for question <laughs> on these. It's I was expecting a live read on Monday Night Football. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Donnelly is a no <laughs> Joe Donnelly's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> I would love to be in their campaign room and be like, oh my God, there's another, there's another bad campaign. Joe, like Joe Donnelly's oh PR room? Oh my God, room? that'd be so Another funny. one. Joe, why didn't you vote on this? <laughs> Joe, did you ever go to work? I was there 99% of the time. And then that was the answer. They're like, I was at work 99% of the time. It was like, I had to, Joe, Live. I just saw a commercial. <laughs> Live odds on my bookie. Uh-huh. Joe Donnelly, minus 125 to win. Mike Braun, minus 105. Oh, win. so bronze underdog? Yeah, it's a close oh, race. Hammering. I don't think they know. I, I don't no think they got ears to the ground in Indianapolis. Joe Donnelly <laughs> is getting murdered right now. Now, granted, Joe Donnelly has been... He's the incumbent. Right? Incumbent. Incumbent. Yeah. yeah. He's the incumbent. In- <laughs> no way. I'm Which saying usually that makes right. you the favorite. The incumbent. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't like to dive into politics much, but no. every single commercial on any TV show right now in Indianapolis is Joe Donnelly getting murdered. I don't even know. I don't know who else is in a race. I don't know anything like that. I just know Joe Donnelly is taking. I one. can tell you, it is the closest race on this board. Oh, wow. Really. 
I mean, they do their homework. Bro, for this Joe's thing. got no shot. I'm telling you, if anybody watches TV anymore, which yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> like me, Joe's got no hope, man. I think that's a lock, by the way. But uh, on the gambling beat Pat McAfee today, uh, it is it's hysterical. It's what game will Pat be playing? <laughs> They're the ones that ship the game, and they put the odds on the game. <laughs> like Sam was betting on that today while we were traveling back. She was like, oh, I want to bet on this. And I started looking. They have like a plus 5,000 on it. <laughs> I'm like, Sam, they created the odds. For, they know what the game is. Like, they, they actually do. So we got to get in their head to think which. So I was like, uh, maybe. Second, maybe second no. third. Well, what I was thinking was maybe, maybe it was the one that was so high. They're like, oh, because my bookie sent it, there's no way they would put this type of payout. Could be. Because now it's like, it literally oh is like God. a mental joust. It's like. They know exactly what game is coming, and they put the odds on what games are coming. So it's like in their head, do they put the does the lowest odds like the plus three hundred one? Is that the one because they don't want to have to pay it out, or is it the one that's plus five thousand because they're like, oh, they never think we'd do this. Mm, that's a good. So point. now you got to like play the game a little bit. There's a lot they of them a, too. Oh shit, there is like. Thirty. Yeah, there's like a plus eight thousand one on there. Yeah, there's like a plus eight thousand, and they know what game is coming. Operations it, the favorite. That's because Sam and I played that the other night, right? Yeah. I was very bad at that game. If that's the game that comes, we got no hope. <laughs> you better hope they give me. Uh, you better hope they give me some oh, some steady drugs before tomorrow. <laughs> Definitely won't be mousetrap because that takes like an hour and a half oh, yeah, to play. I know. Yeah, I feel like it has to be a solo Battle game. Ships yeah. on here. Hungry Hungry Hippos also oh. on there. I think it's at plus 8,000. Twister. I, I, I bet on Hungry Hungry Hippos strictly because I hope it's that one. That's <laughs> so, a great game. What's the one where you got to put all the shakes in it before it pops up? It's plus 8,000. Oh. They're not judging the games. They are strictly just you were to pick what they th what you Wait. think they sent me to play. So they, it's not about if the game's good or not. No, I know, but I I would think that more people would bet. It. Like that's a very popular Here. game. It's well, I think that's probably why. So they might have they might have hammered it that plus eight thousand plus it's a good. So now we got to get in their head here. This is us trying to get into it's, their head. It's also a game that you can clearly win because it says three of the prop bets are: Will Pat win the first game? Will Pat win the second game? Will Pat win the third game? So it's a game I have to times. play three times, and we're streaming it live. Okay. Also, the favorite right now in this prop bet is: uh, Will you play it solo? That's the favorite compared to playing it with two player. Oh, oh so it's not player. clear. So it's probably a two player game then. Solo Ooh. minus one one forty, two player plus one hundred. Oh. So it, on my bookie right now, whenever I call it the greatest gambling set on earth, I mean right now we are gambling on what box <laughs> they sent us. That is what we. Well, you, barrel monkeys is on here. We're gambling on barrel monkeys. You can gamble right now on what box my bookie sent me to, and I'm, I didn't play any of these games. Growing up. Everybody oh, knows that. No. I didn't watch cartoons. I didn't watch movies. I didn't play any of these fucking games. I, I never... Break the ice. Just break the ice on there? No. I'll win that game. I, it's the only game I played with my grandma. You ever played Shoots and Ladders? Yeah. Is that on her? Oh, yeah. The game Great. of life. Life is I played on life for the first time the other day. Played life, life for the first life time. Life is fun. Sam did her math wrong. Sam just gave <laughs> herself a $500,000 raise out of nowhere. <laughs> the next four is on here. That might be a... Uh, yeah. Rubik's Cube. Can you beat a cube? Ooh. All right. So the way we got to think about this too is what will get flagged? So. Is that a kid's game? Customs. Rubik's Cube? <laughs> I've oh. seen adults. Do. Yeah, no way. It's not a kid's game. Zito's digging deep. I don't know. That's a good thought. What's like, that? What would get trying flagged? trying to guess which ones would get flagged for whatever reason. I think, it, they, did you see the wrapping they sent it in? Mm -hmm. I think anything coming in, the way they wrapped it. <laughs> Probably it's ba got Battleship you can't send through mail. Oh, yeah. Mousetrap. Mm -hmm. Operations got metal in it. Yep. So I'm, I'm thinking it's operation because operation fits all the things. You can play it quickly. Mm -hmm. 
There's three games there. You mm-hmm. can play it quickly. It is very losable game that you could see. It's lo- And they saw me play it the other night, and I sucked at it. Mm-hmm. So they could be... Like they set up the dart one was impossible for me yep. to beat. That dart challenge was impossible for me to beat. I would have had to average, they, what, 24 points at dart? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would have hit a bullseye like every time. They also know that one was four million <laughs> people saw you play it. Oh. So they might be like, no, a lot of people are going to pick that for that reason. Right. Yeah, we got to get in their heads. Yeah. Oh. Perfection, Todd, is on the list. Perfection. What is perfection? Where like, you have to put the shapes into the holes before it pops. When the timer goes off, it pops mm. all the pieces out. Oh. I've seen that on Ellen's show. I think Ellen has that. It's a wall, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you have to uh-huh. put the things in there, yeah. and then it's a wall it blows mm. up. Twister. Twister could be fun. Uh, Twister is a game. You're not I, the most flexible. I guy. will lose Twister. That is a game <laughs> I am a odds-on <laughs> underdog in. I don't know what it is, but this Kerplunk game, it just keeps popping in my oh, face. Kerplunk's awesome. What's Kerplunk? I don't know. It's all the marbles are on top, I think, and you have to pull oh, out yeah. little rods oh, one rods. by one. Little marbles in yeah. a box? That, that could be it as well. <laughs> I, yeah, because of... <laughs> what we're saying is 11.50 today on all, all our social media channels. <laughs> I forgot how much I love Kerplunk. I think we're going to have a set here, possibly. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. If you no. don't, I'm ordering it tomorrow on Amazon. <laughs> don't order drinking it, game. Don't yeah, order yeah. it international. Shit ain't I getting won't. through. <laughs> I'm excited for that, though. I, I like the relationship with my bookie. It's good. The advertising people, eh. <laughs> but my bookie themselves, good in it, good relationship. Because that is a gambling site that's they want to gamble on everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, who's fading? They, they, get, they, they get it. They basically just, well, who's fading? Let's do it. The whole every you can gamble on every you can gamble on scripted shows like yeah. somebody has that answer. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote that mm-hmm. script that yeah, you're giving. Like who's going to be the king and, or who's going to be on the Iron Throne at the end of next season? Game of Thrones is on the is site. on the site. You can gamble on it. That means the writer of the Game of Thrones who knows that answer. Oh, I hadn't even it. thought of that. Oh yeah, if they really wanted to, yeah, well, you, you can gamble on WWE. And I'm like, somebody knows what's going to happen there, so you can get in there and get. Not that wrestling's rigged or anything, <laughs> right? Kayfabe, obviously, <laughs> but somebody knows that answer, and they can go gamble. It's like you could gamble on the next pope. That's what I'm saying. Like what the, the pope's name's going to be? I have so much John. respect for the way my bookie operates. I have so much respect for it. They're just like, yeah, well, anything you want to be anything. Uh, okay. Uh, you could gamble on what food do you think will be in the next picture with the president? Like they, they literally will gamble on it. They, they're about to put an over-under on how long it is until I get engaged, too. I fucking know it. Uh, I fucking know oh it. No. I know it. They, when the heat starts coming from that angle, then I'm in a bad spot. Yep. You know, I'm in a bad mm-hmm. spot. But I could just like what Big Cat did where he held that C <laughs> on the national anthem. You could rig that. I could. Yeah. I could definitely. Those set people that up. definitely rig their own national anthems, right? What's that? The over under on this? Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. Super Bowl's always to. over unless the singer is sick, like Fergie. Uh, how she feel, fucked it up. How you could feel? bet on movies. The oh, the results that. of movies. You can bet on Creed. You can bet on if Adonis Creed is going to beat Ivan Drago's son in Creed. <laughs> what are the odds on it? Uh, yes, Adonis wins is minus a thousand. No is plus six hundred. Is there a draw on there? Did he win the first there one? There is no draw. In he, the first one, uh, no, he lost. He has to win this one. Mm-hmm. Then can't do back to back losers. You got to get him a win sometime. Yeah, this it, it but, seems as if he has to win. I agree. But oh, anyways, yeah, he was he was the amateur coming in versus the pro. Yeah, 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 go gamble on what child's just because it's hilarious. Use yep. promo code Pat just like we said at the beginning of the show. I love him a lot. This cheat day thing. Oh, let's go. So I got these Reese's Outrageous 
bars oh, nice. that they sent to me in my mobile oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cooler, yeah, my yeah. Reese's mobile cooler from Reese's himself. Yeah. Nick sent me a story of what Reese's is doing right now. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Nick, did you <laughs> explain? Move. So they put a vending machine in New York for a couple days. Was and I it, there? Like where I was? I believe so. <laughs> I think. I missed Stephen A. Smith and Damian Woody chewing each other out, and I missed <laughs> this fucking thing. You can basically take in all the shitty Halloween candy that you don't want, mm -hmm. dump it into this vending machine, and there are, I believe, 10,000 pieces of Reese's chocolate peanut butter cups in there, and they will give you a peanut butter cup for every piece of candy you put in there. Oh, wow. genius. So anytime you go trick-or-treating and you go and they give you a shitty one, you're like, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to go right down the street. <laughs> I'm going to go right to this thing, and I'm going to get the best one. Because we don't need to fuck around candy. No, 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 no don't, don't give us the fuck around candy. <laughs> when Come you on. said that the other day, <laughs> we, were, we were thinking about whenever you go trick-or-treating and some house wants to give you just the bullshit candy. It's like, yo. You know what we're here for, bro? <laughs> hey, hey, turn your light off. <laughs> hey, we ain't here for that. We're here for the good stuff. What are we? You just wasted my walk up to here. Sweat Put a house out of business. <laughs> shitty sweet tarts. We don't need any of this shitty sweet tarts over here. Oh, I wish Easy you could give reviews at the end of the end of the driveway. For the house. Uh, What's that? Like, if you could give a house a star rating at the end of the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you should just TP the shitty ones. Oh, right? on. That would be a great app, by the way. Oh, don't you have an app where you have to sign up to give out candy? Do, they, do you tell what oh. type of candy you're going to give out on that app? That seems to be the smart thing to I do. I don't know, because I wasn't the one who signed up and did all the legwork on this. Uh -huh. I just heard about it. <laughs> Just happening at your yeah, place. Yeah. It's just happening. It's just happening there. Yeah, I These machines should exist all year round. Oh, yeah. They should just be everywhere. They should exist for everything. Uh, you know, like Domino's lied about paving streets. Mm -hmm. They never they paved one street, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was a good marketing play. I don't mm -hmm. know. Wherever they were paving to, I think that was a that was a fake pothole. That thing was way too deep. It, yeah. Like we live in pothole. Yeah, yeah. America. I, know, I know a real pothole when I see one or not. Mm -hmm. It looked like that one was kind of jackhammered in there, yeah, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. And then they over poured too. It's like yeah, if it's... you're really gonna do this, let's make sure it's smooth. Correct. Because there's motorcycle riders out there. We don't need like little jumps every time you do it, Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> but I I sent in Indianapolis to Domino's like forty five times. Has anybody seen a Domino's paving truck here? Uh, nope. No. Not a one. I broke my goddamn collarbone on one. Has anyone ever seen one anywhere? I'd like to know. You need to sue, by the way. We're early we're early enough in these scooter stages that you could sue. This is like I am suing him. Suing Zito. No, no, no. Class but, action out there. But there's like this is back whenever people sued for the coffee being too hot at McDonald's before oh, they had yeah. to put caution. Coffee yeah, is yeah. hot, you know, which is self-explanatory. We're early enough in the stages there where I think you here's, could probably get get a piece of. Here's this. Nick's mm -hmm. problem. It clearly says do not ride on sidewalk, and he's already admitted a million times. But it's not his. I thing. didn't sign up. He's not a member. He was forced to ride that. Well, there's a class action. You just sign up for that one. Yeah, sign up for it. How the clavicle looks good, by the way. You're not a slinger. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Trying not to. It's just it's just awkward. And the elbow locks up, your shoulder locks up, it hurts, it gets oh. sore. Ugh. You know, the, we were talking about those neighborhood apps because there, there's so much stupid main, mundane stuff on there. You also report like, like crime and stuff like thing. that on there too and barking dogs. Well, you, like yeah, so there's so much little peddly bullshit on there that Marty and I were leaving our neighborhood the other day and there was police everywhere. You could only turn right out of our addition because right in front of our addition, I mean, I, I was like, that looks like a manhunt. I think somebody got away on foot and they're they're – they were setting up a perimeter, whatever, and so I'm, we're like Googling it, looking Just on news. staring the fuck out. <laughs> Lock the doors. Looks like a manhunt. So we're trying to find out what's going on. I'm like, get on your neighborhood app thing, because we were just talking about it. So, somebody so you guys all have neighborhood it. apps? Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't. Our, our ladies do. Yeah, they signed up for okay, it. So I'm going to get on your app thing and see what people are saying. Somebody knows what's going on. 
and uh, nothing on there. So I'm like, oh, here's our big chance. We can put important fucking news <laughs> on the neighborhood app. So I'm like, I, I call, I text one of my buddies. I'm like, he works for the police department here. And I'm like, hey, what's going on on Kessler Boulevard just by Allisonville Road? And he's like, who the fuck on. is this? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> the Boston guy. <laughs> the Boston guy. That would have been tough if all the cops just turned it back. Like, God damn, nobody knows me anymore. <laughs> so he, he's like, hang on a minute. And he, he texts me back and he said, it's an SBI crash. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck's SBI mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't work traffic. And he's like, serious bodily injury. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, hey, get on the app. Tell everybody that all the police are in front of the neighborhood because it's an SBI crash. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, can I just put serious bodily injury? I go, nope, because I want him to ask. Just fucking You're with an the asshole. neighbors. You're an asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did anybody ask? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you were, you were trying to become the alpha of the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Like my only post is something big. Yeah, fuck your barking dog. <laughs> in the so what happens here? So these apps are real. I don't really live in a neighborhood. So yeah. I'm assuming the neighborhood next to me, they probably all have it. Uh-huh. And they probably all bitch about my fence that I have so they yeah. can't bring their little shit and talk. At least I could think of the real name of it. I keep saying my neighborhood, but it's something else. But yeah, every neighborhood now evidently has them. I never knew they existed. Because wasn't a neighborhood watch back in the day. You'd yeah. drive and they would be like, this this neighborhood yeah. has neighborhood watch. It was like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Nobody Nothing. Knows. Nothing. That's yep. like the houses that have like the we have security cameras on at all times. <laughs> and you look around, you'll see one goddamn camera. <laughs> What's that? I think the neighborhood watches like the cops drive by every once in a while. Is that what it is? No, the no, neighborhood the watch. Neighborhood if, takes a yeah, walk. if anything happens, they're instructed to not do anything and then call the cops. Yeah. So it's just so you oh. sign up and volunteer to like walk around your neighborhood. Oh, so it's like the movie, movie neighborhood watch with um, yeah, yeah, with Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn, Vince Vaughn and the aliens. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. Good movie. You'd laugh. I like Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn, Jonah Hill. Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill. Funny. It's good. Oh, and it's got one of the guys from um, the Australian um, yeah, singer. Um, Flight of the Concord. Flight of the Concord. Yeah. Jermaine? Yeah, Jermaine's he's in, in it. it. Brit? Yep. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Present. They have a special out right mm-hmm. now on HBO where they're singing. Adam Sandler's new special, by the way, I heard is good. I've heard it's good, too. Everybody yeah, said Adam Sandler's reviews. funny again. I'm like, again? What are you? <laughs> have you well, not seen Sandy? No, there <laughs> it is. There it's such is. a good movie. <laughs> have you not seen Sandy? It's a heater. Uh, I guess he sings a lot. He's got a song called Phone Wallet. Keys. Keys. Keys was, wallet. Yeah, which whenever I saw the name of it, I'm like, that's a genius. Everybody yeah. didn't in, hear the song with Simmons. Yeah, genius. Everybody mm-hmm. does the three pocket tap. Yeah. Everybody does it. I uh, I got I got a couple business cards at Bristol. Oh, oh nice. I think they were looking for one in return too. Yeah, we don't you don't have those yet. It's in the mail, I got <laughs> You see, I got a our printer broke. <laughs> I got the, the paper. Should we make you one? Just like a decked out really cool. I got one? a metal one. I can't travel with it though. I got a metal. I got an actual metal one. Sam, nice. Sam got me a bunch of metal uh, business cards, which we could cut in to be like a bottle opener as well. It could be like a very legit business card, yeah, but I think it's it looks like a little razor blade. Yeah, like you can't really travel with it. So it's, it, like I can't put it in my pocket. It'll legitimately scratch These my leg. These guys have ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> Take my card. <laughs> I like this Reese thing though a lot. I like this Reese thing That's a lot. A great, great fucking business. It uh, takes any candy. Yeah. I wonder. So, some I was wondering about like the ratio though. Yeah, like how much, uh, like, cause like how much fucking shitty candy corn do you have to put in this machine to get one reason? By the way, you pounds. you've been bashing candy corn very hard. Yeah, are you a candy corn guy? I don't think I hate it. I don't think you I don't hate like it though. I don't think I would. You seek, tolerate it. I don't think I would seek candy corn. But if candy corn was the only available option, 
I would. I wouldn't mind it. That's exactly what I said. I wouldn't mind it. It's a lot better than the black Twizzlers. Well, yeah. Yeah. What are, what are those? Black licorice, yeah. That. They're a lot better than that. It's better than gumdrops. It's better than that. It's better than all the little sweet stuff you enjoy, I think. <laughs> it's better than sweet tarts. You're out of your mind. I'm not a big sweet tart guy. Like the candy stuff, I'm not. A, I, I like also nerds. hate all of that stuff, but I do hate candy corn as well. I like nerds. You like Skittles? Yeah. I mean, really? I, I, it's like a, if they were there. If I yeah, had correct. to eat Skittles, I would eat Skittles, uh, but I would peanut M&M's 45 times out of 45 times ever Skittles. Yeah. If there's an even an option, it's straight to peanut M&M's. I, I always have a bag of peanut I M&M's. I think children, family size, like you guys yes. eat They got Skittles. those new sharing size and family size available uh, too many places. I know. <laughs> they got them too many places they're available. Because it used to be you would have to go to like a special store to get the sharing size uh-huh. one, which was bigger. You'd just be able to get that one at checkout. Yeah. Now they know like they got the family size one at checkout. Oh, it's dude, like, I got a Walgreens that's five minutes from my house, and every time before Monday Night Football, I've Ten minutes before it starts, sharing I run size to Walgreens, and I get the family. Size. Yes, it's right there. It's it's literally right and there. I lay it on the ottoman. And I'm like, let's go. They fucking know. It's like six. It's like six of the regular packages all into one, and it's right next to the. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like single yep. Kit Kat, single Reese's, single this, and then it's like family size peanut M Ms. It's like you fucking know. <laughs> you know, it's like seventy five cents more. It's like how can I not? I'm take waiting it? for a peanut M M&M M backpack. You can just grab oh. a backpack and put it on and like a Camelback. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't stop with peanut oh M Ms. Those whenever best. I get on these cheat days, I get going on those peanut M M&M. M. You might as well. It, I'm like a Pac-Man. <laughs> I'm like a Pac-Man whenever I get on these cheat days. It's like anything in sight can get it. And if it's one of those peanut M&M family size things, I rolled through two of those one time, one night. It was the most absurd thing. I've, been, I've never been more disgusted with myself. I've I, I, I never been more disgusted with myself than the next morning. I was like, I saw two family size things empty laying on the bed next to me. And I was like, bro, this is a fucking problem. This you ever do problem. the pretzel M&Ms? They're so good. I mm. haven't. They're, they're so like, it's like the perfect, blue. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the blue package. They're ones. good. It's just though, but anything that you're putting inside of the M&M has to compete with the peanut M&M, and that's my issue. I, I'm like, I prefer ah, it's never quite as good. You prefer the pretzel? Me yeah. too. Over the peanut M&M? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I like pretzels more than I like peanuts, so. Mm. I go I go pretzel, peanut butter, then peanut. Do you, the Reese's, the peanut butter M&M's? Yeah. You yeah. like those more than the peanut M&M's? Yeah. Uh, really? Because I could, I could eat more. Really? Really? Yeah. I'm on your side here, Zito. Uh, I, I like peanut butter better than I like peanuts. That's all it comes down to. Really? I just think that be- I, I'm not a big peanut guy. Like yeah, I, I don't think you'd see me go seeking peanuts in my yeah. life. But whenever it's inside that M and M, I think it's just like the it's the perfect combination. It's that yeah. in the Reese egg, mm-hmm. the Easter yeah, that's egg. Perfect. That's it's yeah. that in the peanut M and M are the two mm-hmm. in my eyes. That's the two co- competitors. Agree. Yeah. For Those the top, the big ones, yeah. I like Kit Kats too. Oh my god, it's Jordan and LeBron. Undefeated, <laughs> right Jordan and LeBron of the candy. Which one's Jordan? Which one's LeBron? Ah, Peanut M and M's LeBron. Yeah, the Reese's, Reese's is yeah. is Jordan. Mm-hmm. By yeah, the way, yeah. I think yes. that's yeah, definitely yeah. the case. Yeah, I went into a, a guy's office yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the head of First Take. Mm-hmm. And he started asking me opinions on things, like takes on things. Oh, no. <laughs> it was basically like me and him, just weird. We did an episode of First Take right, <laughs> right inside of there. Me and it was really cool. I because they said when I went into the meeting with the guy, they're like, "I'll be, we'll be excited to see how the meeting goes with insert name of this guy. He's uh-huh. the head of First Take. It's very cool. You're getting to meet with him. Well, all everybody was like interested to see how that goes." Because I guess this is his thing. So he just starts rattling off situations. He's like, what are the top three stories of the day today? And I was like, bing, bang, boom. I was like, the 
New England Patriots. Clay Thompson went into a, a heater out, out of a slump, and then something else. I, I was like, boom! I, I named three things. He was like, okay, and he was like, how do you feel about? Uh, and he like LeBron Jordan basically popped up. And I was like, well, I think we got a little revisionist history. You're watching a lot of highlights of Jordan now. I mean, if we're just going to watch highlights of LeBron later, I assume LeBron will be considered the GOAT in like 20 years from now. Right now, you have to say Jordan because it's the one that you never see anything bad that he ever did. Now it's now as you get to see every single waking moment of LeBron. is good, the bad. In 20 years, you only see the good, and that's all that matters. So I think right now it's Jordan, but I don't know why anybody would ever say that it couldn't be LeBron if we just do it basically, basically off of highlights, like what happens with Jordan. He's like, oh, are you a take giver? I was like, I, I think I have good thoughts. <laughs> and he was like, me, he kept me in there for like, it was like, it was supposed I bet to be- he hated that one. Because no. it was too rational and too logical. Exactly. No, he liked it. Did you have to yell at him during the takes? No, there was no yelling. Skip, skip. <laughs> we sat down to watch Get Up this morning, and I just go to all the guys. I'm like, what if Pat just became the next Skip Bailey? <laughs> what if I sat up there? You know, <laughs> the L.A. Rams are a bad football. <laughs> I got up there. The thought was there because those. I don't want to say that. I would never want to say it's easy. That type of that type of angle, right? Mm-hmm. But being the antagonist, the devil's advocate, mm-hmm. basically, I don't want to say it's easy because you got to you got you got to battle. It's an everyday oh, battle yeah. where you got to think. But your your mind is made up for you by other people, uh, you know, because yeah. you're just hearing what everybody else is saying. You're like, okay, I am going to stir the pot and go the opposite direction. Yeah. But now you have to battle all day, every day. But there was a couple times in those meetings where they would ask a question in the pre-show meeting. Everybody would give their answer. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like, oh, this is how those people get that get position. Other, other because they hear that and yeah. they're like, oh, okay, if that's what you're going to say, then I'm going to say this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can see how that happens. Ah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can see how it definitely happens. For sure. But for me, I, I'd much rather be loved than hated. That's why I was a punter. Everybody loves the punter. <laughs> oh, the offense failed? Yeah, we like whenever that happens. And we're getting the ball back? Yeah, we like when that happens. Oh, he's good. We like having him on our team. It's a win, 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 win for everybody. But those antagonists, they just got to take swings. Mm-hmm. They do a, a lot. But imagine if I would have went up there and just won a full skip Bayless. This is so awesome. Just done. sat down. <laughs> LeBron is the worst basketball player I've ever seen. Let me tell you why. They invest so much money in him, it ruins the whole cap space. They can't bring up other... What if I just would have went on a full rant? I probably would have had a job. <laughs> I probably would have got like a, a full-time job offer. They were very nice, man. That's good. They were too nice, almost. I think, I think I was a part of a show that potentially got the Maryland coach fired. Yes. I think Dominique speaking about it as an ex-Maryland player talking mm-hmm. about why is this guy who is what ten and fifteen or something like that yeah. is his record? Yeah. What what does he have? How did they not fight? It's two thousand eighteen. It's two thousand eighteen. Perception is reality mm-hmm. these days. Perception is everything is optics these days. Kid dies under his program. Strength and conditioning coach gets fired. In college football, by the way, you're with the strength and conditioning coach every single day of your life. That is your actual coach. The football coach is just during season and practices. You are with the strength and conditioning coach at 6 a.m. You're with them in afternoon workouts. You're with the strength. That's why Barwis and I have such a tight relationship. But I I thought about, I was like, Barwis is lucky and nobody died. There was days (laughs) when we would go out to do cardio or conditioning. And there, I told you guys this, there would be the two paddles sitting oh, next yeah. to the field as we're walking out there. You know, I'm like, these motherfuckers want us to see the clear. <laughs> like, what are we about to get into, you know? And it's, it's. I understand why the conditioning, strength and conditioning coach got fired because that's his workout, right? Mm-hmm. The kid, it's terrible, by the way, somebody passed away in a workout. It's absolutely terrible. Yep. It seems to happen more often not than it should in yes, football because of the pads, the hot, the heat, the training, everything like that. 
But the fact that they didn't fire the coach, I just think optically it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Even if you like the guy, mm -hmm. out of respect for the family and future recruits, how is that guy going to walk into a house? Damian Woody said, like, how is that guy going to go recruit somebody knowing that somebody died in yeah. his... Like, Show me that you um, care for my son's future. And how about every single game they play in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is Maryland team. Coach did uh, PJ it's DJ Durkin was the guy who had to, like. Why would you? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, like it doesn't make any sense. And they added on the fact that no one was going to take his back because he's a losing. Correct. Coach. Apparently, the board of regents um, told the president, "If you don't keep the coach, we will fire you, and we will find someone who will keep the coach." And apparently Maryland is isn't strapped that, for cash, it, so they don't want to pay the buyout, which isn't even like a big, isn't even a huge buyout. Is an Under Armour guy? He's Maryland's guy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's Maryland's guy. Mm -hmm. So this is his call to make. He's their biggest oh, booster. He's their biggest donor. Mm -hmm. He it's his it's his call, right? The Under Armour guy, this is his call. Not that I know the ins and outs of how colleges yeah. work, right. but I do know the biggest donor mm -hmm. is normally the guy with the Probably biggest opinion. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. And he, Under Armour is from Maryland. That's a very multi-billion dollar business. Right. He's supplying them with everything. Mm -hmm. He went to school there. Started out as a t-shirt company at University of Maryland. That's his call, right? Mm -hmm. That's That would be his wow, call. For sure. I actually, this morning, when I found out they weren't firing him, and there was like five or six players that walked out of the meeting when they found out that he wasn't. Yeah, five players. I hammered Michigan State. Hammer them. But now that they fired him, this could be a come together game. Yeah, right now. now I'm fucked Thought for about sure. That too. Yeah, this. Not that that's what this is about. But. <laughs> <laughs> sure sounds like sure sounds like what you were saying there is that this was about that. Sure sounds like that to me. That's what it seems like. I mean, me being a gambler, I'm going to see a situation and I'm going to if it seems like it's going to benefit me, I'm going to take it. See, the big thing about you is you like to find those little opportunities. Yeah, where others see. Problems, you see triumph. Tragedy. Tragedy and triumph. That's the word I was looking for. Problems. <laughs> I'm going to have to get into the thesaurus, by the way. I'm going to have to get in there somehow. I'm going to have to learn new diction. Ah, you can just keep it simple. Now you start blogging. That should help. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of thesaurus work when you blog and finding out. It's easier whenever you're on the computer typing things up. Yeah, because you're just looking But then you remember the word forever. Oh. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, that's a better word than the word I'm usually using. Oh. You just start using it. Very good call. Mm -hmm. Very good call. All right. What else do we got to talk about? Anything? Uh, trade deadline. You got anything on that? Oh, yeah. Good for Golden Tate getting the fuck out of Detroit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like He's the move, though. It Detroit was. hasn't done anything in the last, like, 30 years, and everyone's freaking out that we got rid of Golden Tate, but it's like... He Something new. Final year contract. He's 30 years old. You Something new for who? Out. For Golden Tate and the Eagles, <laughs> not for the Lions. No, like, it's a different route. Everyone's freaking out, but I like it. I mean, nothing has worked in the last 30 years. Let's take our time with the new guys. Todd and I touched on this a little bit yesterday. We had a debate in the office. Like the NFL well. is not a big sport where you sell. Mm -hmm. You never really admit defeat in the NFL. And it seems Trent like... Trent Richardson started for us. <laughs> forever because we gave up a first yep. rounder it seems like teams are starting to learn a little bit it's okay to give up a player in a season where you're probably not going to win the super bowl and get a draft pick and start building for the next year because yeah, i was pissed that the colts weren't trying to get another receiver i think they're going to get very very aggressive i had a source tell me mm -hmm. oh that they will be aggressive next free agency. Free agency. Yeah. They, they have will, so much money. Well, but they, I had a source tell me nice. that they had to build a young foundation, uh -huh. basically. Which seems core. to be a core. Kind of. 
So then whenever, because remember when we talked to Ballard and Frank, right? Yeah. They talked about building the culture. Yeah. And then whenever you got to build, you bring somebody in to fit the culture. So mm-hmm. whenever you bring in a big free agent, you don't have a culture yet, that free agent sets the culture. Right. So that person becomes the culture, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever we brought in all those big name players and we didn't have a culture, those guys became the culture. Those guys were just there to collect a paycheck, didn't really want to play. So then your culture becomes one of not good. Yeah. So the Colts wanted to wants to build their culture and then bring somebody in to fit mm-hmm. it, which I respect. That's a slow process so that takes a lot of patience from an owner yeah a jim mercy has to very much be like okay i see the vision mm-hmm. and from a gm to, to not get antsy right, right. So, but i've heard that they will be very active Good. in the free agency world Goodness. i have heard that as they should be because it seems like they're starting to actually get better from a pretty notable mm-hmm. notable person i heard that they nice. will be active in the free agency department which means potentially could mean love bell for oh. a cheaper price, too, because I don't know how many offers he's going to be the getting. value just keeps dropping and dropping. I think he fires his agent. I think he gets back in. Adisa Bacotti? I think he fires him. All of a sudden, he comes out and says, well, my agent wasn't makes telling me these good. things. It makes Lev Bell look like a good person again. The agent's the bad guy. Then there's a whole process I after I could that. definitely see that. I think that's going to happen. I, if I was going to be a part of the Lev Bell conversation this morning on the Get Up, that's what I was going to say. And could not be bullshit. Like, that could be what's going on. Mm-hmm. Could be very yeah. much. Because he's tweeting he wants to come back. Yeah. But the agent could be telling him, no, you can't. Now's yeah. not the time. Now's not the time. And with our conversation with Adiza, it seemed like he was the one pulling the strings on the whole mm-hmm. operation. Yeah. He's the one scheming. But as soon as he gets back in the Le'Veon Bell, gets back in that locker room with a bunch of people who talked a lot of shit on him. Mm-hmm. And they go, hey, man, why didn't you come back? And his agent, they, he'll be like, well, my agent said this. And then they start, like, learning him up. Like, hey, this yeah. is what your agent didn't tell you this, didn't tell you this, didn't tell you this as well. I think agent potentially gets fired. Le'Veon Bell probably sends a Rosenhaus. All of a sudden, it's a PR spin that Lev Bell was, I don't want to say taken advantage of, but almost put in a situation by a guy who was handling his business. All of a sudden, the PR is back good for Lev Bell, going into free agency, see what happens. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And James Conner will do the workload. It'll be a split situation. It'll be a win-win-win for everybody. I'm excited for it. Now, granted, if he doesn't do that, I sound like an idiot, but he's also the bad guy <laughs> then forever. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, no. you gave him a blueprint. That's yeah. all we can say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lev. <laughs> hey, man. I think I just got you back in the good graces yeah, of people. Yeah. And people will understand it, too. Because uh-huh. your job, you should appreciate and respect somebody who's very educated on their decisions on that right. and just kind of keep it moving forward. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think Lev Bell's reputation could be affected. Because the next team you go to. If they do pay you, dude didn't show up to work. That amount of money you want, you better show up. Dude and you better show up every day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's ready kind of, to go. I think that's kind of the thing is, dude didn't show up to work. It's like a guy literally didn't show up to work when he said he was going to show up to work. He didn't show up to multiple work multiple times though. And whenever your teammates are going after you, that's what looks bad. Because mm-hmm. players are always about other players getting cake. Always mm-hmm. about other players getting bank. And then whenever players start turning on you, that's never good. That's why I think when he gets back in there, there'll be a lot of OG conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this, the, 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 he'll get fired up. I, I think it's definitely happening. So it's like, at the beginning of this, when I was just speaking it into, like, when I was just laying this out for you, <laughs> mm-hmm. in my head, it's the only way that this works for Lev. So, like, his new contract, can they put clauses to, like, prevent all oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like- attendance, there will be attendance. Yeah, there's, there's a whole situation like so that. So, every contract is custom to the actual player? Yes. 
Everything's negotiable. That's why everything is negotiable. Now, granted, the prices of what you pay players whenever they're slotted in their draft, you're slotted into this, you're slotted into this, you're slotted into this, but guaranteed money, uh, attendance, bonuses, all that shit. Do you remember the next. Roquan Smith issue with the Barazito? Yeah, but who was the running back for the Packers that had to lose weight? Uh, uh, Eli Eli I'm gonna work. He got 250 grand from yeah. Seattle. For He's being... not the first guy that had to do I'm that I'm going to work a weight clause into my contract next time we do that. Just <laughs> as motivation for me to this way. Uh, uh, Phil's listening. Let's have Phil. <laughs> Phil, write that. Start writing that up. Phil, write that oh, up. Oh, he'd be all up to that. Oh, Phil would be like, oh, Diggs doesn't want to be a fat ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do that, Diggs. Diggs, we'll give you 10 bucks. You stop looking like a fucking slob. <laughs> Deal. 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 <laughs> uh, Demarius Thomas. So I'm a big fan of. Now, listen, I was on a team that gave away a first round uh-huh. for Trent Richardson. So that did not work out well. But I am, and he wasn't. He doesn't fit into what I'm about to say. I am a big fan of risking anything for a proven player as opposed to a roll of the dice on a potential player, which is what the draft is. Every draft pick is a potential player. You never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of locks that have been bust. I mean, that's the way it is. You bring a guy in who's a absolute, this guy is going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind giving away draft picks. Now, granted, this is coming from a veteran player in the NFL who very much... I see you bring, like, I saw a lot of first-round picks be bust at the Colts. And I'm like, well, we probably could have given up that first-round pick and probably got a hell of a football player for a guarantee. And everybody would be like, oh, for a first-round pick? It's like, yeah, but Bjorn Werner, bad knee, never going to play. We could have got Cuzzy from Detroit that went to Seattle, the D-end. Cliff Averill. Cliff Averill. We could have got Cliff Averill, and we weren't willing to give up enough for him, so we went to Seattle. And I was like, what are we doing? And they're like, oh, draft picks, build for the future, build our, our next generation. It's like, yeah, but we know that guy is going to make plays. Like, you know he's going to have an impact. Even if he isn't as elite as he once was, there's a reason why big names are big names. It's because they make big plays. And it's like, you know you're going to get that from a guy unless they come in, get money, and don't do anything, which we signed a couple well, guys. That's, that why, that. that's why the Denver, Houston trade, and Lions, uh, Philly trade made sense because the Lions have two younger receivers who they think are very good in mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. And then the uh, Broncos have two younger ones in Cortland Sutton, and I can't remember that dude's name that they think is good, as well as Emmanuel Sanders. So they can afford to get rid of those wide receivers and get draft pick backs. And then the other teams also get better, too. Everybody's calling John Elway's deal so good. He's also one signed Brock Osweiler. Let's not get crazy. There's a lot of misses that come in with those home runs. (laughs) But getting a first-round pick for a guy that you might not have re-signed anyways is a good deal. Mm -hmm. And I think for Jerry Jones, it's a very Jerry Jones thing. Right, giving up a first round pick, it draws attention. Mm-hmm. It's a very dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. Remember when National Anthem uh kneeling, he was literally oh, right yeah. in the middle oh, of yeah. the TV with it, the whole thing. This is a very Jerry Jones thing, but if he thinks he makes his team immediately better, which I think it would, that's good leadership I, too. Damaris Thomas, I think, is a very good leader. I think he's a good player and a good leader in that locker room. Could be a great thing for them. I was upset yesterday. Not upset, but like when there's a bunch of memes on the internet, like Cowboys gave up a first for Amari Cooper. Uh, oh fuck yeah, Mari Cooper, not Demarius. Yeah, That's on me. Thing. Demarius went uh, to Houston. Eagles or um, wait, Demarius is in Houston. Yes, mm-hmm. with Nuke. Yes. Oh yeah, because Will Fuller. Was yeah, Will Fuller got, got hurt. hurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Which worth it to them? Oh, and their first their first game is in Denver. Which is hysterical. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Good for the Houston Texans. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they only gave up a fourth. Amari Cooper, I remember ACDC was a big mm-hmm. deal back in the days. Mm-hmm. He still got it. 
You don't know because he's only 24 years old. And Derek Carr kind of regressed too. So you don't really know. Amari Cooper might ball out in Dallas. Yeah, he's only 24. So that's so he's not really a leader down there. I don't know if he is. He might be. Amari Cooper might be a leader. But Demarius Thomas, captain, he's been a captain since he's a leader in Houston. In my head, for some reason, Demarius was going to Dallas. Mm -hmm. But Amari Cooper going to Dallas, what a play. I guess it's a good play. You open up for Cole Beasley. Yeah, Cole Beasley yeah. gets a little room back there. Mm-hmm. Feed Zeke a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Dallas Cowboys would be relevant. I don't know. That was the debate Todd and I were having. Was Todd wanted to uh, the Colts to trade a receiver? Like he wanted like the Golden Tate trade because he wanted a receiver for the Colts. And I was like, I just don't think you make that trade right now because playoffs you're going to have to go through Kansas City or New England. And I don't think Golden Tate on the Colts puts you above either of those teams. I think yeah, you just got to be patient it for makes another sense year. To me. If we like have a chance to make the Super Bowl, different story. So that after you explain it to me, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe we just well, you don't get way, on draft picks if you're not. Yo, with the yeah. way the Chiefs look, and the Patriots being the Patriots, and the Steelers, the AFC is very difficult. It, it's <laughs> like the top of the NFL is very good right now, and then there's a quite a drop off. And then you just have a bunch of other teams. That's why you look at the Rams. They have a window right now. Mm-hmm. The NFC is wide open, and they are going for it. I Everybody, so I, man, I can't wait for them just to win like fucking three in a row. <laughs> bang, boom. I look like a genius on my first ESPN stand ever. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that the Chiefs, though, did not go after a corner, corner or safety because Landon Collins and Janoris Jenkins from the Giants were both apparently And on ha-ha the Clinton Dix is yeah, right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they didn't go get available. anyone. Ty, how you feel about the Green Bay Packers, above? I just like I mean, <laughs> I was reading your tweets, dying laughing. Like I understand it, but I think you could have got more value from him than a fourth. He's a Pro Bowler two years ago, and he was an All Pro, like an All Pro player. Is he? How old is he? He's twenty four. Like, and then and then their response was like, "Oh, we got a lot of guys chomping at the bit to get in there." And I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, those guys have proven that they're not as good as him. So what the? I mean, and they're. Like they've been bad this year. Obviously, they've been very bad. They're still three, three, and one. Like they could still win that division and go to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And they could have beat the Rams. If yeah, it exactly. <laughs> they can beat anybody on any, any given. Day. Like they're yeah. saying they're not, but it it does seem like they're just giving up on this season and just looking towards next year. So unless you pull Aaron Rodgers, you're not giving up on the season for the Green Bay Packers. Correct. Unless you pull Aaron Rodgers off the field, because he he has proven. That you give him ten corpses on the field with him, he <laughs> right. will drag, literally drag you to a victory. And then I, but like, and going off that, then get him some help. Like their offensive line's terrible. I mean, Devontae is Adams is really the only receiver that's made He's an impact. A stud, by the way, Chico, good to be sure. Like they just <laughs> they weaken the defense. Get rid of Ty Montgomery, which is you know whatever that was going to happen after. <laughs> what an the emotional! Fumble. That seems like an emotional. By the way, Ty was a. Ty has done a lot for the Packers, including mm-hmm. kick return, by the way. Yeah. Running back, wide receiver, and kick returner for that. That is a utility player. For sure. Terrible decision. And I knew he was done when everybody came out there like, we told his asses to <laughs> Everybody threw him under the bus with the quickness. It yeah. wasn't like, a, well, he thought he could make a play. It was like, mm-hmm. no, we told him to take a knee. Everybody came out and said that. So I find it very interesting, but it does feel like the Packers are just they, they pay a guy hundred million guaranteed, and then they just walk backwards as fast as they possibly I can. I just hope you, this GM knows what he's doing because it looks like he has no fucking. idea. You don't like those two young guys, the Valdez, whatever, and Saint Brown or whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, are they just a? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. I don't know. They seem to be all right. <laughs> are you talking about the wide receiver? Yeah, I will tell you that whole situation is not a laughing matter. I mean, what's that? Ha, uh, leaving. 
Jesus. That guy. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. He had to give his feet He had to fill his fucking height quota for the day. <laughs> he even has on tights for the hike. He's going to get a little sweat in. Uh, the name, haha. That's like a Todd Haley. Oh, yeah. Imagine giving birth to this beautiful baby and naming it Carl. Remember? When he said that? <laughs> that Cleveland Brown situation. Who's oh, coach? Oh, yeah, because we did. Greg oh, Williams. Greg Williams is. Mm-hmm. Who? Greg Williams. Greg Bounty Gate oh, out yeah. one. Over Todd Haley? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Bob Wiley didn't get that game. <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, what a it, seems as if, I, it seems as if Todd Haley must have just spoke his mind one too many times, and they were like, ah. Uh, no, the GM wanted him. The GM wanted him and wanted yeah. to get rid of Hugh. The GM, what's the GM's name? John Dorsey. Yeah. So John Dorsey and the owner, the guy who Jimmy Haslam. Jimmy has Jimmy Haslam. He's a wild card, man. Jimmy Haslam <laughs> wanted to get rid of Todd Haley. He thought Todd Haley was the problem, and Dorsey was like, no, 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 no. This is a Hugh Jackson problem. So they get rid of Hugh because the GM wins. And then right. I wonder if. Dorsey said something to Haslam like that's what I thought or something, and then they're like ah fuck that Haley's out <laughs> Haley's out too. I wonder if that happened. You know, Haslam was a uh, minority Steelers owner, so and then he then he bought the Browns. So I don't know if maybe he got some inside information about Todd from the Steelers and said we need to get, we can't make him our head coach. Oh, you think old swinging Todd's old days at Tequila Cowboy yeah, came maybe. back to bite him I in think the Cleveland? Too much of a wild card, <laughs> maybe. Huh? He's hysterical. Apparently, he just wasn't He's a wild card. Greg anything. Williams is who we're betting on. <laughs> Todd Haley is a wild card compared to Greg Williams. That's tough for Todd. What's the, Todd will go into Twice it. in a calendar year, right? He's been oh, fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get the Chiefs Ugh. this week. You've never been a football coach. I've been told this by a football yeah, coach. Until you. oh, you've been fired by Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great quote. Uh, I forget who it was. Who's the head coach before Hugh Jackson? Of the Browns? Yeah. Uh, was it? Who's in, uh, who's I can't it, remember who's the in order. Uh, New York right now? Was it Chudzinski? Rod. Rob, Rob, Rob Chudzinski. Chud. Mm-hmm. He was with the Colts. He, he came to the Colts. Cool dude, man. Played at Miami. He was a tight end in Miami back in the day, like the U. Sure. Cool, cool guy. Cool guy. So we're going to play the Browns. I'm like, fuck the Browns, man. Yeah, they fired you. Like, let's go get them, Chud. You know, let's go get them. He's like, Pat, it happens, man. I'm like, no, 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 fuck the Browns, man. He's like, no, Pat, you've never really been a football coach until you've been fired by the Cleveland. <laughs> I was like, respect. Have a good one. He's like, but we should try to win. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I agree, Chud. He was a cool guy. Chud was a good guy. I like the NFL's dancing in the trades. Now that I'm not in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now I don't. I don't know that many guys with the families and stuff. Because when you trade a player, you trade a family too. They got to mm-hmm. uproot their kids, move to a new city. The whole human side behind it's pretty crazy. But in trading humans, by the yeah. way, also very crazy. <laughs> in all sports, you're just trading you. We're drafting this human to this city, then we're trading that human to another city. Wild. It's a wild move. Pay you're paid very well, but it is yeah. a weird concept. But I like that the NFL shook it up a little bit this year. I like it a lot. Jay Glazer sending out tweets, by the way, saying this is a weird year. It was like they're making your job a lot tougher, Jay. <laughs> Jay Glazer, friend of the show. I don't know if he got a lot of scoops during the trade because I don't think he was. I didn't see any from him. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't. PFT bringing up the the six times six last six coaches after the second Steeler game is hysterical. Schefter crediting him. It's <laughs> so hilarious. Um, what else we got? Anything? Uh, Thursday night football tonight. 49ers Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> but 
both one in uh You ever see Deion Sanders when he, on the day of games on his Instagram? No. He has some guy, sounds like a white guy, recording his Instagram, like telling him what games are happening. And they'll be like, um, he'll say two games, he'll be like, Patriots, uh, Chiefs. And he'll be like, oh, I, uh, I got the Patriots, Tom Brady. Who's next? They say another game. He's like, oh, I got this team. Who's next? And then they'll be like, uh, Niners, Raiders. And he's like, Ain't nobody care. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody care. It is. I stopped on. Deion Sanders is one of my favorite humans. Yep. Mm. Just because he is arrogant, mm-hmm. but he's allowed to be. Yeah, yeah. This guy is mm-hmm. allowed. He's, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's one of the. He's like. He's one of the only humans who can literally be the way he is because he is. Uh, he's. He's that dude. Yeah. So anything he says has to be taken. Legit, because he is that guy. And he's also hilarious, right? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. enjoyed Deion Sanders. He was one of my favorite players growing up. I enjoy him a lot. And he, there was just like him sitting down in the, just the view of the video is very different than what normal Deion Sanders. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I got to watch this. And he's got somebody recording him and, and he just looks right at the camera. Ain't nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so right. They're starting, we're getting to the point in the season now. Oh, yeah. It's where, great. They, where there's games that really don't matter at all. Those things get flexed off of TV, and now we got some real cooking happening. Here's the best part CJ Beathard may not even play. Yeah. So the Niners either are going with someone named Nick Mullins or Tom Savage. Great for my brand. By the way, <laughs> great for the, the award. What is the name of the award? You can't create an award and not know the name of the goddamn award. <laughs> Tough look. You, go, you should have it on a piece of paper somewhere. At all times? There was a couple of tweets. That they were, it was their favorite award they've ever heard. And they said there wasn't enough characters on Twitter <laughs> to write out the entire name. I can try to write Now the creator of, of the award does not even remember the name of the award. I added two players to it, too. You can't just change the name <laughs> of the award. You well, can't just change I, the I name of the I had 14 players, and I needed to make an 8x8 eight eight block section picture of it, so I had, made 16 players. I added Couch and Osweiler. Or Couch. And Peterman, I know that. Peterman's going to start this week, too. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so is Osweiler. Huge week for the brand. Uh, it is the... <laughs> it is... <laughs> My brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the... Um... God damn it. Clausen? Clausen. It definitely started with Clausen. Clausen, yeah. Tebow, Gabbert. Wow, look at you. I wish I would have listened when you were Clausen, talking. Clausen, Tebow, Gabbert. Um, Russell was in there. Uh, Leaf was in there. Uh, I know Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington. What type of joke of an award is this? No, no, I'll memorize no, it. No, no, this is a joke. No, no, this uh, is a test. This is a joke. I didn't know that was going to be a fucking test today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know what? You're right. If, if I'm going to take this under my belt, I should memorize it. Um, next the episode. first step, I think, of naming an award is no remembering the name of the award. <laughs> well, guess what? Anthony would have named it a different something different if I had... Hmm. What's that? I just would have named it something different if I knew I was going to say it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have known what the, the name of the Oscars was before that. They had to change it. They had to like bring it down. Yeah, the Oscar used to have like a 45. <laughs> you were like, all right, DiCaprio, Clooney. I'll tell you what I might do. I might just Pit. take like the first letter of each of the names and make a word. Make a little acronym. Hashtag. That's where you make the hashtag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the EGOT. Mm-hmm. That's still a 30-word like hashtag. Don't worry about it. We'll, f- we'll be fine. Letter. Economic growth. Mm. Operation Today. <laughs> <laughs> Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Uh, Maybe go with the top uh, six or eight. People get it. I never, <laughs> no, all of them. We need all of them. So the thing's already been named. So we're betting heavy on the Raiders tonight, the team that's trying to lose? I am actually betting heavy on the yeah, Raiders. I would think. They're legitimately trying to tank. They mm-hmm. are actually trying to tank. And they're playing against a team who's better at tanking than them when they're actually trying to win. That's unbelievable. <laughs> 
Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Amazon paid, what, $150 million this for this? This is a Jesus. classic Thursday Night Football yeah. game. But Look, I thought this they, is Jags Titans when Jags Titans were very bad. So I think they started cooking up the Thursday night games for Amazon because Amazon's got cake. So they're like, here's the first couple games, bing, bang, boom, Thursday night deal, boom, 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 boom. And then now it's just like, in their defense, shit fast. <laughs> in their defense, when they did scheduling, they thought they were going to have an undefeated quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, versus mm, John Gruden's true. not bad Oakland Raiders coming back. Very, right? very, very true. Mm-hmm. And you can't just flex in the Thursday. No. Because that is a full preparation. <laughs> yeah. You can't just flex a team in the mm-hmm. Thursday. So we're betting on the Raiders? That's a shame. Yeah, it's weird. I don't trust it at all. But What's the over-under? Do you know? I, I want to say it was 46 or something, but I could look. Seems like that's quite an under. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like Amari Cooper. But, do they have anybody that can catch a football in Oakland? Uh, Jordy Nelson. Marty B. Ooh. Marty B still on our team? Yeah, not doing much, but. What if the Raiders just come out and steamroll him? John Gruden gives huh. a whole speech about Amari Cooper being the reason why they're it bad. Is 46, <laughs> it is 46. 46, that under seems like a pretty good lock. The Raiders' defense is so bad. But, I mean, the 49ers' offense is going to be terrible, too. Yeah. This has got all the makings of, like, a 14, 13. Oh, I hope so. Slugfest. <laughs> it does. Uh, a lot of missed kicks, probably. Yeah. A I thought that last week, too, with Dolphins Texans, and it was fucking 42 35. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Bro. <laughs> it seems like every time. I bet the Patriots over on Monday night, 28 and a half against the Bills, Connor. Three points away. 28 and a half. You guys couldn't get to. I got off the plane. There was no Wi Fi on the plane, by the way. Guy 30, next. feet, Pat. We're on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> the guy I was sitting next to was not happy. Uh, he was not happy. He wrote a note on a napkin, gave it to the flight attendant, and told her to give it to her boss. <laughs> and it said, do what Delta does with your wife. You were talking about the, <laughs> I, well, the free messaging internet and then the one you pay for. That's, and there's another one of F no, that. You, you, I can't. I can't. I can't without W. I cannot. I cannot handle it. But the um, that was a hysterical. And I got off the plane. It was like nine six. I'm like nine six. I thought it was. I hammered the. I almost put out the gif. I almost put out the hammer uh, the over Patriots oh, over gif. And that thing would have been over. It would, and they get twenty five. I took the Patriots. Connor, how's that happen? Division games are always so weird. Bills away on Monday Night Football. The Bills circle that game at home. But it's primetime football. They circle the wagons for it, for sure. Uh, well, first of all, Dante Hightower didn't play, so there's some worry that he was getting moved, too. So I don't know what's going on in the locker room. Three dildos. Particularly. Three dildos on the field that game. Oh, I saw a For the Brand kick by one of the refs. Uh-huh. I almost did a full For the Brand video. I got arrested for it. The one dildo throwers? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? The, the dildo thrower got arrested. For what? For throwing a dildo on the field. Is that a law? I, Is that written in the bylaws? <laughs> so I was thinking about this earlier today, and you can't in Buffalo. How do you sneak Buffalo in? Buffalo is good at three things during it's football season. Yikes. Going through mm-hmm. tables. Amen. Making wings and throwing dildos on the field for the one primetime game of the year. I agree. <laughs> and when you take away the table thing earlier in the year, and then ESPN does a pregame special on wings in Buffalo, and it was – Applebee's wings, which is <laughs> <laughs> unbelievably just slap in the face of that anchor bar. So that anchor so now, bar. So now all they have left is dildo throwing, and you're going to arrest a guy for dildo throwing? I came up with a solution. He stood up for his city. You could throw one dildo per quarter, and we'll put it. We'll put a dildo counter on the board, on the scoreboard. If you are a second person to throw a dildo in that quarter, you're out. You're out. You're out. Oh. With a small fun, you're out. You know if what? If your dildo throw hits someone in the head. We already have a concussion problem in the NFL. We don't need anything more. You're out. If it doesn't make it to the field, 
a waste of dildos. We don't need waste of dildos around here. You're out. <laughs> one one dildo per quarter, and any of those other rules, you're out. So it's like in softball when there's like a home one run home rule. Run, yeah, 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 it's like that. And that's the show. <laughs> and that's the show. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Send us any other good ideas that you have. Have a great day. <laughs> great. Hold on. I want you to play one song, though. Yep. I want you to play this song. I listen to This is my new Get Up song. Because you're on the show Get Up? I listened to it before Get Up, but I was already up <laughs> because I had gotten up to this song. There's <laughs> a foreman. Turn this up. This is a heater. I don't know who these dudes are, but I'd like to meet them. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, your new favorite banger. Been away for college, was the baddest geek around He's been doing everything but make his parents proud He tried his best to study hard, but still he got too drunk Won lots of beer pong tournaments, but still he had to flunk His ex-girlfriend got a girlfriend His Barbie tried to female Ken It's awesome. Imagine this at a at a beer pong game. The fact that we didn't do this whenever I beat that beer pong challenge, very pissed off about. Oh, you hear that? I think it was a glass, by the way. They should have redone that sound effect. It's our first song. Real good. Remix for the real cup. Touched a cigarette, but tried to smoke a joint. He coughed and soon he felt regret, just screaming, What's the point? And every time he saw this girl, his face would turn to red. Even though he told the guys he got her into bed, but when you see him at the table, he turns out to be rather stable. And when the white ball hits the red cup, he's the baddest fucker. Then he does the pong dance. Oh, I was walking through Seaport, New York this morning, <laughs> like 5.30 a.m., just with these, just fucking bebopping around, big gay ice cream right on my right. <laughs> Let's keep it moving, boy. I can't believe they fucked up the, the noise. That bothers me a lot. It's a glass. They yeah. shouldn't have done that. And they even say Red Cup in the song. It's your first song, probably. yeah. <laughs> This is like Cuzzy who says he loves college or whatever. When you said this to me, I said it sounded like Tenacious D and Avicii got together and just like giant <laughs> going out. It does sound like At a the beginning, I thought it was Mumford and Sons. Something like yeah. that. I did too. I was going to say Mumford and Sons. Yeah. Boy, when that thing hits, though, it's hard not uh-huh. to do the pong dance. <laughs> I'd love to know what the do pong we know, dance Yeah, I was going to say, do we know what the pong dance is? I'm not sure. It has to be a penguin, like Strut, right? This kid was a nerd, so let's assume there's not a lot of rhythm in it. Right? They're, talking, they're talking about one particular kid. Mm-hmm. This happened because one particular friend of theirs was a legend at beer pong. He mm. just got in there and started just taking people down, and then he got cocky a little bit, and this nerd had never been in a celebratory situation before, so he started dancing, and people enjoyed it, and then they tagged it the pong dance, and then they wrote a whole song about it, and here we are listening to it today. Oh. <laughs> what a life. It was awesome. I listened to it. It's on Spotify. You can listen. It's called uh, Pong Dance, uh-huh. which you would have never guessed that that's the name of it. No, no, no. My favorite line is... Uh, 
His ex-girlfriend got a girlfriend. His Barbie found a female Ken. <laughs> Think about them writing that line. I don't even know how they get to that. I don't even know. Dummies, bro. Dummies. All right, hashtag endgang, hashtag endgame. Send us a photo. You doing the pong dance. Nice. <laughs> Cheers. Have an incredible Thursday. Heartland Radio 2.0 with bangers, which I'm assuming that song will be on it. <laughs> so, it. hey, a spoiler alert. Tomorrow's <laughs> Friday bangers will feature a pong dance. I do the pong dance. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you all so much. Cheers. <laughs>